0: <laughs> Ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Houston, we have a problem. We have a We you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys
1: about to turn blue. What you're seeing here is a mirage.
2: Mirage. Mirage. What's going on, everyone? It's Jaron from Jarenism back with another live video for you today, this afternoon. We're morning if you're in hawaii evening if you're over somewhere in the east wherever you might be welcome to the show it is friday it's time for another friday lounge number 12 already man we're blowing through these uh moon 2080 why did i call it that i don't know because i always have to call it something and for that we'll look at that in a little bit but it just seems to me that uh eventually they'll probably go to the moon probably in 2080 just because by then i'll be 100 and dead and long gone, but uh, then it'll just get pushed out. So 2080 for now, be pushed out a little bit, probably 21 20 is my next guess after that. So welcome to the show. We got a big group of people joining us. Let's introduce them all. First, we've got the best voice in Flat Earth, Karen B. Karen, how are
3: you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again.
2: Yeah, it's always great to have you. Thanks for joining us. I do appreciate it. And we've also got, uh, who else do we have? We have Austin Witsit in the house. Austin, are you there? Hey,
4: yeah, I'm doing good, man. Uh, glad to be here.
2: Sweet, yeah. We'll have to talk to you about some stuff that happened on your channel this week, but awesome that you're going live, doing great work over there, so thank you for that. And of course, if you want to follow his channel, that link, like everybody else's, I believe, is in the description, and you can just search for Witsit Getsit, even though I realized that I've been spelling it wrong the whole time. I finally, I think I corrected it in this week's edition. So it's it's W-I-T-S-I-T, correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I changed it to, to
2: wit to simplify it. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, and who else do we have? We have Iru Landucci. Iru. Could you, Hello, everyone. How
5: you doing? Welcome to the nice show. Nice to be here again.
2: Happy to have you. And we've got Iru with a couple updates and things that are going on over there. Where are you at today?
5: Uh, I'm still in Basel. Uh, okay. We returned from Madrid. And of course, welcome to my world, you know, I always pronounce that, uh, the name of everyone, <laughs> so it's not bad, it's not bad, you need to get used to it and everything is okay.
2: And then I'll be fine, alright, I'll get used to it, take me a little while, I'm sure. That's the way things go, alright, and then we also have Rodrigo Ferrari Nunez, Doctor Nunez, how are you?
6: Hello, Jen, how's it going? Can you hear
2: me? Good, yeah, yeah. Hear you great, how'd your week go? Good, very good, yeah,
6: good. just busy, busy, it was flying. Yeah, so fast this moving, week. Moving I can't fast. believe it's Friday again.
2: I know, for sure. It seems like it just keeps popping up every other day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we also have joining us, I think, for the first time on this show. Or maybe, no, you came on last week. That's right. Uh, we have Wendell Walton from the Flat Reality Earth Explorers. Wendell, what's up?
1: Hey, what a panel you have today, dude. And this is awesome. Thanks for having me. I know. And we
2: maybe have uh, David Weiss joining us in a little bit. And I don't know, maybe Bob. I think last week he was a little under the weather, but I don't know. Maybe he's got something else going on, too. I haven't heard from him, but uh, Bob, if you're out there and you want to jump on, of course. We would love to have you. So that's the group. So uh, I guess we could start out real quick with Wendell. um, Or actually, you know, let me start out real quick before we get to that, just so that people see that the uh, show name makes some sense, a little bit at least. Let me find the article here. Here we go. Yeah, so this is the article Why I named. You're the, more than uh, your
0: successes.
2: I don't want to hear that. You're more oh. than your f- So, yeah, I just saw this as the article. Uh, Proposed House Bill urges NASA to delay putting U.S. boots back on the moon until 2028. So, and if people remember, we've been saying this the whole time. I've told people that, of course, it's 2024 now, but as we get closer to 2024, it'll be moved to 2028 and then 2032 and then 2042. And this is what has been going on since, you know, late 60s, you know, 70s. The same thing was happening. Oh, we're going to go. We're going to go in the 70s. Okay, we'll go in the 80s. Okay, we'll go in the 90s. And it just keeps being pushed back. So that's basically... You need
5: to update your documentary about uh, going nowhere from (laughs) 1958. I know, I need to. You need to add, you know, every year you're going to add... uh, A a new installment
2: to say, okay, here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. So this is a nice artist rendering of an ascent vehicle. Uh, of course, there's flames coming out of this one and not in the ones that uh, we saw in the 60s, but maybe they're adding that. That's going to be a, a new millennium kind of uh, flame coming out of there or something. Not sure, but uh, yeah. So again, it's just funny to read these articles and people. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, the thing.
6: There's never a shortage of space material for you to, you know, <laughs> it's just no,
2: endless it's endless and again i you know talk about it all the time how easy it is for them to put out press releases and to get in the news and you know all these channels that are constantly looking for content they can definitely get it from nasa because nasa has a great pr team that can put out something new every single day whatever it is and you know i mean rt covers a lot of things i saw this one recently Uh, One is this from earlier this month, uh, breathing new, breathing new life into colonizing the moon. ESA is going to begin producing oxygen from lunar dust, but not just regular lunar dust. Of course, fake simulated lunar (laughs) lunar dust. So they can simulate this lunar dust. And now they're going to uh, get ready to create oxygen out of it. And, you know, they love to talk about this stuff and where their base is going to be. Here's their base. Look at this. You have people inside here and in this little dome with trees and it's just the earth in the background. <laughs> so it's
5: beautiful.
2: This is
1: This in the background? No. What in the uh,
5: background? Uh, no, no. I, I believe I was <laughs> seeing a chest behind the dome. Sorry. sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Just near, wouldn't it be easier to make oxygen out of the water they found under the ground on the moon?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know what they're saying, that the dust has it. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
6: They just make stuff up all the time. This is a new, you know, somebody came up with this. Uh, Their propulsion systems are literally coming out of science fiction. I mean, they must be mining. Uh, There's a whole, you know, it's it's almost like the same industry. You know, the creative artists that they are behind it. That's why you have so many models of Star Trek and Star Wars and all that stuff. It's it's crazy. It's just so easy. easy. It's
2: so easy to make believe when you're talking about space. It's just you can say whatever. I mean really literally we've heard them say whatever, right? That there's diamonds that rain on Saturn and that there's acid rain and
5: silicon silicon rain.
2: Silicon rain. I mean you can say anything. It just it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I mean these guys have the ability to uh, basically it's like an open slate, right? So you know, you can just <laughs> and, and then when you talk about the space industry and it being, you know, larger than movies, T V. Music and video games combined, then you start to realize what's going on here. I mean, it's just, it's an open platform. It's very easy to convince the world of anything. So the other one I saw was this one. Uh, Russia is going to track earth-threatening asteroids from robot-inhabited nuclear-powered polar moon base. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, the moon's south pole will be a good spot for an observatory that together with space-based telescopes will help find dangerous asteroids Russia plans Mm -hmm. to build one as part of an ambitious lunar base project. It's just these kind of claims have been going on forever and ever. They just keep coming up and nothing ever happens. And again, it doesn't need to because why? It keeps the money rolling. It keeps the economies rolling. It keeps the money going to these space industries. And all they have to do is just say something new every two or three weeks, every two or three months. Just say something. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're getting ready to do this, even though nothing ever comes uh, to Mm -hmm. fruition.
0: So. And the the
6: fear strategy here is very clear. Look at that picture before, the one with the, the rocks flying over the city. They like comparing it. It's very scary. You know, kids will be memorizing the different asteroids and their names and their routes and, you know, how they look and what's in them and stuff like that. That's part of the curriculum. They control all this information. Um, yeah. As long as they control it, uh, like we know with the, with the moon rocks like they may catch them in Antarctica and they're the first to catalog that piece of geology, then they can add pressure to it and do different processes and then publish something because they own the, the journals and they publish something saying that's from the moon because it isn't that and right. they, they come up with different measurements and that's it and that stays in the history of it and everyone has to refer to it
2: That's another great part about that American Moon documentary where at least yeah. they're talking to that guy and he flat out says that they can... Uh, create these moon rocks, that it would be quite possible to take some sort of ancient rock that hasn't been touched or hasn't been weathered, say, from Antarctica, if you want to say that, or from Greenland, possibly, whatever, take this rock, put it into uh, some sort of a machine that can either blast it with radiation or do whatever it needs to do to get it to be what they call moon rocks. It's pretty simple, and the guy admits that, so... And, you know, they've been talking about the ISS, that it will be, you know, I think originally it was supposed to be 2020, then that got moved to 2024 when they would take it down. Now it says the life expectancy of the ISS is clear, it's 2028, and the modules are good to last for 15 to 20 years. Is it worth sending them to three or four years and later sync it with the entire station? I'm not so certain. He explained this is talking about the guy from Russia. Um, Because, again, they just keep pushing this out, even though we've all admitted, or at least. Uh, reported on the fact that nothing is happening on the ISS. So, Iru, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about did you see the, the thing that everybody's talking about, the, the one take, one hour
5: uh, ISS? Yes, I saw
2: it. What did you think of that?
5: The first thing is uh, it's not still uh, a live feed. Of course not. And it's done. I mean, I I, I say before uh, many times before that there are really good uh, things made by NASA because they are not uh, so dumb, you know, uh, when they have a lot of time to post product uh, the the final result. Right. But the thing is, it's not compatible with live feed. I mean, if right. you have that kind of freedom, with that kind of fresh, you know, behavior from the astronaut, you know, uh, one the, the woman making sports and the guys talking to each other and blah, blah, blah. Why you fail so badly in the live feed when you start getting, uh, you know, with the cables in front and start, you know, you know, all that kind of thing is not compatible for me I mean it's clearly uh, we are still uh, you know everyone out there can still compare uh, video and you know uh, the, the the footage that they present in, in the live feeds with the supposedly you know one take uh, shot but uh, you know how, who knows how uh, how they take to uh, edit that uh, piece of video so if you start compare that right. it's immediately something is bad you know if something is wrong uh, in the way that I, this guy operate in live mode uh in comparison with the um post-production feed
2: mm-hmm. and it just makes no sense to me as far as if they have satellites like they say they do and there's you know I don't know, three thousand of them, four thousand of them, whatever. I don't know what the new, the new satellite. The, yeah, the new number of the year is or whatever. You can you can look up that. You know, that's a fun thing just to search on Google and try and find out how many satellites there are. Uh, you'll find numbers. You know, fifteen thousand, four thousand, one thousand. There's eight thousand. There's twenty thousand. You'll just find <laughs> any number you want. But I've never understood how they cannot do live feeds. Like that, I mean, why would that need to be, oh, one take, or then just, why can't you do it live? And again, even if they said they were doing it live, which they don't, uh, you never see anything out the window that would be able to prove that it's live anyway. So, of course, as it's...
5: No, because the only way to prove that it's real, you know, really live video uh, coming from the ISS... Mm-hmm. You know, for for, uh, getting happy, a flat earther is going to be a lot of things. It's not just enough because you go outside, because you need to get something to compare. Right. If you're going to go outside in the window on the ISS, well, go outside, I don't know, in a in, in particular moment when, you know, lights of the city go off, a big city go off with the lights or mm-hmm. or something that you can, can can compare here on Earth. Because mm-hmm. if not, we are still in the film uh, situation. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. It's,
5: it's, it's yeah, a film yeah. movie situation without the, the technical uh, orientation of correcting the color to present more dramatic, uh, you mm-hmm. know scenes or things like that, they, they, they use this kind of clean, um, uh, look, you know, like, uh, Blair witch or the, that kind of things to right, right. go more, more realistic because they Moving don't look. exactly. They take out the visual concept and the visual language of films. So mm-hmm. for the mind of the people it's like, oh, okay, these guys are up there working and well, they, they produce this one shot. Because the flat earthers are uh, asking for that, right?
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but we caught very quickly. We caught the
6: cuts, uh, and the, at the end, there's the BS. And after from that, you cannot get around the, the BS. I, I the, it, yes. the asteroids hitting. They they close the cupola because the asteroids will be hitting it. And you know, over all these years, how many asteroids have hit this thing? Can they always just use duct tape? And then there's a a big problem i thought is that the earth was glitching it was kind of flickering uh outside the cupola and that and it didn't move that's what bob bob, bob pointed out like it wasn't moving as the iss is supposed to be moving
5: Yes, they have a, and not just that, if you go to Quentin Tarantino movies and, and other directors um, and you go behind the scenes, you can see how they, for example, they present and, as one shot, maybe 12 minute mm-hmm. uh, c- scene, uh, but in really in, in reality it was cut like four times, but they use mm-hmm. all this choreography uh, with the character, you know, passing in front, or maybe mm-hmm. just an object that cover one little, or they use simply CGI offset to to cover the lens, Exert. for yeah, mm-hmm. exactly for one second, and then you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah, they did that. They did recording that. again. So there is a lot of techniques in cinema. Of course, in a movie, yeah. you are not going to have one uh, shot from one hour because the movie itself right it's <laughs> around one hour one hour and a half two hours so yeah. you're not going to do that but if you want to you can do it yeah
6: yeah jaron Jerem, Jerem found a part where it did exactly what you're saying you know where it uh, one camera focus on very close up on a wall and the other camera as well at the same time and that was a moment where they can do the switch
5: and then and then you have the computer to do the rest, I mean, yeah
6: make it uh, big and smooth, so, yeah.
5: something that really gets fun and i and I presented in Madrid was uh and and I share in the comment section like three, four weeks ago was about a live feed from NASA, uh, just a rocket launch, and the guy, the official uh user from NASA, in the chat uh from YouTube um asking for uh, CGI, a CGI CGI artist and the guy said at the beginning I, I I want to be an astronaut but now I want to be a CGI artist working <laughs> to NASA and that was you know real uh, real I mean I, I have the, uh, the, right. the the capture that frame you know my I mean I uh, I am not saying that the guy is going to work, uh, that going to work with NASA is going to participate in all this kind of scam. I believe they have very, very selected people to do that. Uh, it's the same thing as satellite and you know um, or military operations, but right. they can do whatever they want. Of course, the problem is when they go live. You know, they when they go live, they don't do nothing at all. If you want to compare with this kind of no. one hour. Uh, no they stand
2: there in front of the camera with what you know could easily be a green screen behind them and answer pre-recorded questions or or at least they know the questions ahead of time which i've shown before in fact the questions are sometimes taped to the side wall which we've seen and these are supposed to be questions coming from children of course this is all pre-planned it's all pre-discussed and even that they can barely do live they don't they don't fly through the station they don't have a camera following them but again, like I was saying about the satellites, if you have all these satellites, it would be very easy to produce that kind of live footage. But for some reason, they simply can't. Uh, Mile High Scribs sent a super chat. Thank you very much for that. He says, I missed like six zeros. I missed like six zeros, but this will get your NASA budget started. <laughs> oh, I get it now. <laughs> Although NASA is $56 million a day, and it might be more than that now. I think we're getting closer to 60. But uh, So thank you for the $5.20, and there's yeah, just a few zeros missing, but not that bad. Um, I did see you talk about funny stuff. I mean, I'm just reading down here to the comments, and it just oh, I don't know, it makes me so happy when I start seeing comments like this. Um, this guy here says, space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. <laughs> Isn't that great? And, uh, you know, somebody says, uh, the Hollywood basement, though, is in the USA, which is on Earth, which is in space. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, ha, 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 right, because <laughs> Russia, China, France, Israel, and the U.K. don't have radio telescopes and satellite telemetry and didn't watch us go there. Yeah, they watched them go there. On TV, they watched them go there off of a video feed of a CRT monitor. Um, you know, somebody else asked, "What's the point of colonizing the moon if we can't live in peace on Earth?" You know, good, good quality comment. Um, this person says, "Based on the sample of the moon rock containing a fossil, right, the petrified wood that was donated to the Netherlands by the U.S. Embassy." This person says, "I remember that." Uh, simulated moon dust used to produce oxygen similar to simulated food like tofu or simulated democracy offered by the u.s regime what a pathetic (laughs) waste of time and money yes that's a good comment this person don't be do not be silly there is no lunar soil it's all science fiction this person says you might want to check who the silly one is here Uh, i'll tell you who i think the silly one is Um, yeah 50 years ago, we were told at Space Mountain in Disney, Florida, that we'd be riding roller coasters on the moon in the near future. Uh, that was the first time the hoax of space was presented to me. <laughs> so it's just funny. I mean, there's more comments uh, calling this out than there is people talking about the greatness of, of And this is what's going to happen. This is going to happen over time. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm noticing it more and more. I did see this article uh, here. I don't know if you saw this, but this is how they use you know Flat Earth now Is is anytime they can possibly get it in. And this is the kind of thing that when you have a Google alert set for flat earth, that will come up where this guy's just talking about the whole, um, the whole, you know, Obama, I'm not Obama. Sorry. The whole Trump debacle. And probably shouldn't play this, but let's see if I can get a little piece of it. Want a better credit card? Sorry. Um, but again, they just have to throw in flat earth in there just to demonize it. Cause it's their, it's their last hope. They have to continue doing that. Um, it just has to be the worst thing ever heard of. It has to be the dumbest thing ever said. You have to compare people you think are idiots to flat earthers. Uh, here, about right here.
3: here. Um, the sides is this ex- potential um,
4: explosion on the right? And I, I want to show our viewers um, some of that sort of emotion heating over on Fox News.
2: Maybe I missed it.
0: The fact of the matter was that the whistleblower information was given to the...
4: This is an unflappable,
3: man. And and just the, the, I mean, I called it the Flat Earth Society. The Republicans are clinging to this argument that the earth is flat. Chris Wallace, obviously, they're trying to cover the same life event we're covering and saying, no, we have a first-hand witness who saw the earth is round, and he's just trying to tell these senators before they render a judgment that the facts reveal the earth is indeed round.
0: This is the fact that. (laughs) Well, they
5: do. uh, My presentation, my last presentation in uh, Dallas, was about this. Right. uh, Because in Argentina they do the same thing. Uh, They they start talking about that the people that, uh, you know, just follow the. Uh, the sense, the common sense and the feeling about the economy in Argentina was a flat earther because they don't understand that supposedly uh, we in Argentina we don't have like a a depress in the value of our uh, currency but that is not, uh, you know, it's better for the country because we need to you know, accomplish some kind of uh, objective uh, that the FME FME give us and blah 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 so if you are not educated people in economy you are a flat earther if you are educated people in the economy you understand that it's not what you feel about if you have money to buy your food every day but it's more deeply than that and they do the same kind of thing i don't know if you understand what i'm saying but they use it uh you know just for uh, trying to mock, uh you know uh People, it's a yeah.
6: typical stereotype for trying to mock people. Who say somebody's stupid, then you compare it to a flat earther. That's what they're doing essentially. <laughs> exactly.
5: Yeah, or but... if you just follow your common sense. Yeah, and if you right. if you did I that, the... sorry.
4: that's that's the best thing that they could do is in my opinion i'm super pro that because all the american people know the media is a joke so if if mainstream media is taking shots at us it's like free advertisement i totally agree
2: and that's why i say it's just going to take time and i don't know how much time because it will never really be revealed the amount of people who think the earth is flat or the more people that are catching on to it um they're just going to hide that how are they going to hide that by just continuing to make sure they put and think of how much it's been stepped up where I remember when we first started coming out with flatter's videos and stuff it was very difficult to find anybody even mentioning it and now it's I'm getting alerts you know four or five six articles a day and every time it's not in any discussion it's not ta- talking about any proofs or evidence it's simply using that word whenever possible to demonize the other side right but people will start to see like Austin just said uh, people already know that the media is lying, and maybe it's not everybody, but it's a good majority of people, or you know, a lot of people. And the more that they see that they're lying, and that they're using that as their kind of tool to just continue calling people stupid, to con- continue marginalizing people, um, I think people will be awake to it, or at least alert to it, and start to see. Um, you know, it should be should be interesting to see as we talk to more people whether or not you know more and more people are hearing about this. Obviously, there's a lot of people doing good work out there with uh, meetups. And, you know, that flat fellow uh, finally hit, uh, where's that at? Here. That flat fellow finally hit his thousand subscribers. So that'd be awesome to see him start doing some, you know, more street activism, some more live stuff. Uh, should be yeah. good. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, uh, you like him a lot, huh, Karen?
3: Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He's yeah. very genuine and he um, invests a lot of his person like pretty much all his free time he works full time and then whatever whenever he's not working this is what he's doing and he invests a lot of his own money in materials he's bought banners flyers business cards um he even had this thing with like this wall of ipads he bought like six ipads you know cheap ipads not like you know nice ones but he got a bunch of iPads and he put them all on this wall, and then he like connected them all together to a power source, so each one was playing. He will be playing like a different oh, video.
2: I think I was watching this video the other day, flat in the youth. I think it was mm-hmm. this one. There was somewhere where I saw next to his board. Was it this video? That there was a bunch of yeah. Okay, so right there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Calls That's it funny. the wall
3: of truth. I thought so that, right that there, was,
2: I thought that was somebody selling iPads next to him. So explain what this is. So these are iPads. No, that's him. People try to
3: buy the iPads, but it's him. He's (laughs) setting it up there so that you can come up and look and like, there'll be like high altitude video, just different videos will be playing on it. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool. That is awesome. He's got a good setup.
2: Yeah. I was watching this video and I saw this and I thought, oh, there must be somebody next to him selling some sort of iPads. I didn't really understand what was going on here. All right. So those are all his. And then what does he have? Videos that he's downloaded on the iPads that are playing then? It's not, I mean. Yes. Okay. Got you. Yes. It's great idea yeah that's awesome uh, mm-hmm. and he goes where is this like some sort of flea market yeah, yeah the
3: regular place is this flea market in columbia uh south carolina that he goes to mm-hmm. um, and then of course there's different places you know Fair. every once in a while we all get together and we go to different places and and do some flat in but yeah
2: awesome yeah so people want to subscribe to him i know it takes a little while austin how long did it take before you were able to do uh live stream after you got to 1,000? Um, yeah,
4: actually, I, it said that once you reach a 1,000, you can mobile live stream, but I, I tried to do it the other day and it still won't let me and I'm at like 1, 1. 1.5, so I don't know. I didn't start live streaming until I got the laptop, so I don't know.
2: Wait, you can't live stream now? What did you say?
4: Well, um... I can live like you can live stream at any point in time under my understanding with a computer, but you have to reach a thousand subscribers to live stream with a phone. But it still won't let me.
2: Oh, I I got you. So you've been using okay, but it still won't let you from your phone for some reason, huh? Maybe maybe something
6: to do with the time of the account and some other criteria. How long? I know it takes a a
2: little while after you pass a certain milestone till it clicks in, but it should be for Austin. I mean, it's been longer than. Have been two weeks at maybe this
6: point. maybe he's accumulated views over <laughs> time or something like this they have some calculations like that for, for some of their features it's yeah. kind of annoying yeah
2: uh, no this is uh, awesome and I have a lot of respect for these people who do this because it's not as easy as it looks uh, for it's anybody. not easy it's not easy no it's, it's not easy I went out yesterday to San Francisco to do some of my street interviews and hit kind of a wall of it's just difficult when you're out there by yourself and you know with this you have a table set up so people are walking to you and when they walk up to you you kind of have um maybe a little audience for a second when you're out there on the street trying to do it by yourself people see you with a microphone and they head the other way um of course (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) i was also in san francisco like right at pier 39 and i realized that was the dumbest place to go because almost everybody there didn't speak english there was a bunch of uh asian people with with masks, you know, face masks like (laughs) all over the area, like uh, everywhere. I mean, there's just like so many people with these paper face masks uh, all over San Francisco and it was windy and it was just uh, a little bit more difficult than I thought, but I did have fun with it. There was some, you know, great interactions, uh, but I do respect these people so much because it is not easy, uh, not easy at all. So definitely if you want to subscribe to him, it's That Flat Fellow and uh, I will make sure I put his link in the description because i don't think it's there anymore let me grab that there we go so yeah check him out uh also i did want to mention just because uh, i talked to nathan thompson today and here are some upcoming meetups so people can take a few seconds i'll leave this on the screen uh i don't know karen are you going to any of these
3: um yeah actually the first one greenville that's tomorrow I'll be in Greenville tomorrow um, with Nathan Thompson. We're going to be at a brew place, a brew brewery in Greenville called uh, Birds Fly South, and they are children and dog friendly.
2: Okay, and that's tomorrow. So I know it says yeah. here, email me for details, flyers at gmail.com. But one more time, just so if people, since this one is right around the corner, what time right. and where is tomorrow?
3: Okay, so tomorrow in Greenville, South Carolina at a brewery called Birds Fly South, and we will be there, I think starting around 4 or 5 p.m., we're going to be there hanging out. So come, you know, and it's not not like an activism thing, although you can do that while we're there, but this is a meetup for everybody to come hang out and and be around like-minded people.
2: Cool. And then uh, February 5th in Atlanta, and again, if you're looking for details on this, uh, get in contact with nathan thompson at flattered flyers at gmail and ask him for location and time data or information uh columbia south carolina on february 8th and then february 22nd in san antonio texas and then uh, a date to be determined for richmond virginia so i'll leave that on the screen for a little bit So, I guess, uh, let's go to Wendell, just because I want to find out. Wendell, uh, let everybody know kind of what happened. I know you were on Monday Raw, but a lot of people who listen to this show may not listen to my Monday show. So, just kind of tell them where you were, what you guys did, and what you guys saw or didn't see, and uh, how the uh, documentary's going.
1: All right. Let me make a a couple of quick comments going back to uh, flat smacking. If you're on uh, with Dan the Waterman on on Hollywood Boulevard... is like you're already with a fringe group anyway (laughs) so right uh, so you don't really you know stick out that much uh being a flat earther down there and he does a great job of that um i also think that going to a swap meet is a really good opportunity because people aren't rushing to get from one place to the next you're just kind of moseying along you know checking things out right so yeah so maybe they have more time to talk or you have more time to, to flat smack, but it's not like you're, what you're saying, Jaron, it's not as easy as, as what it would seem. And, um, there go out with a veteran and learn all their techniques and, uh, and then you'll be successful on your own.
2: Right. That's why I was talking so. to Nathan Thompson. And I think, uh, next time he's in the area, we'll probably get together just cause you know, I respect what he does and he does a much better job than I do. And, uh, I think you just learn with time, right? It's like everything. Yeah. And I always have to remember that, that you can't just quit something because you try it once and it doesn't go as planned. You know, I was, I told myself I couldn't do videos. I couldn't make videos. You know, my wife's like, make make videos for YouTube. I'm like, what are you kidding me? I can't make a flat, I mean, I can't make a, U- a YouTube video at all. I don't know how to do it. And you get in there the first couple times and it's a struggle and things don't go as well and your audio is bad and people are commenting on that. But you work it out over time and it just, you get better at whatever you do. So I think that's, Part of it too and maybe people out there I know if you listen to Monday Night Raw you hear people call all the time and talk to David and I about how hard it is for them to communicate with their family or friends and I think it is hard and it will always be hard at first but you have to mm-hmm. get over that hump
6: Did you so did you not get any conversations going on on camera No I did get all, a few
2: No I did get a few I mean it wasn't as easy as I thought and like Karen said there's a lot or maybe it was Wendell but there's a lot of people who were in a rush um, got, uh-huh. got some people that would just it was hilarious, some people that would just stop and say like, I don't have time for this and I would appreciate it if this would be I'm making a statement right now that I don't want this to be ever aired on any it's just funny, and just Miss and I are just <laughs> laughing at
3: <them>. that's <laughs> California for you though yeah,
2: and we're like, just move on especially move along, San Francisco the, the other thing is you're I getting... don't think people understand is that uh, if you're in public, you can be filmed I mean, that's <laughs> just the way it goes I mean, it's just, uh, if you don't like to be filmed. I mean, you can tell somebody that all you want, but um, I don't think it really makes much of a difference. If, if somebody's in public, uh, they can be filmed. So, again, there was a lot of conversations like that. Uh, there was just some other. I have to reform my questions the way I was doing it. It's not mm-hmm. as easy as I thought to strike up that conversation and get somebody interested from the beginning. I don't think it works to talk about Flat Earth right from the beginning, right? so then i kind of changed it to asking people how far away the sun was and there was some funny some funny interactions but most of them were funny because the people didn't speak english there's one lady that's walking by i'm like hey i'm just here with Jaronism news asking uh if you know how far away the sun is and she looked at me she says three and i said
0: three <laughs>
2: hundred. Three what but then i realized i don't think they spoke english so it's kind of like I don't know. I just have to rethink the the whole process. Like, do I put that in a video? Is that funny? It's funny to me, but it's really, I could see people who would just comment on that and be like, why is that funny? That lady didn't speak English. Like, it's not a funny, but to me it was funny. Um, but there were some other good ones. I talked to these two guys that, uh, you know, walked by, asked them the distance of the sun and they both looked at each other and they're like, oh, we don't know. And then the guy said, well, for sure. I know it's one AU. And I said, and they said, right. "What do you mean?" And they said, it's, "That's right." The great thing was too. Obviously. And then I said, "Oh, you mean one astronomical unit?" And they said, "Yes, it's one astronomical unit." I said, "Yes, that is correct." And I said, "Are you guys college educated?" They said, "Yeah, we both have degrees in physics." <laughs> what? Yeah, but they had no. But they knew that it was one AU. But then I was like uh-huh. t- trying to tell them, "Well, one AU wouldn't that be Staying the same eventually. no matter how yeah. far it was?" Right. And yeah. You know, they
6: they just decided to call this unit, it's kind of like you have a centimeter and they decided it's going to be then the distance from the Earth to the sun. But the problem is that who's measuring that distance? Right. And they just basically put that up there uh, as a way to
2: measure their math, throw it in their math, even though it's not realistic. It's nuts. No, it's the same thing as, you know, them having a, a time of zero, right? We've talked about that a million times with this whole Big Bang idea where they say, oh, and if you ask, if you dare ask, an astrophysicist or something, what happened before the Big Bang? They're like, what? There there could be nothing before the Big Bang because it starts at zero. Right. No, but that guy,
6: that guy that tried to debate Wendell, Wendell's going to remember, that guy said that he was studying what happened before the Big Bang. (laughs) And uh, he said it, he said it.
2: So. And they can just they say, can say anything. They can get away with anything. So it's it's always <laughs> he, the he same. believed it. He believed it. There's some math. It's yeah. part of their
6: indoctrination. You know, that's it's all they, they live by. That's why they regurgitate all their formulas. Right. That's that's what's uh, kind of scary in a way. But you know, it's it's kind of like you want to see an astrophysicist like you see in the book uh, the the book the Swedish book Falk the Voyage. Yeah, the voyage, right? That kind of, you know, somebody coming out of, of astrophysics to say, you know, it's total trash because they haven't had that yet.
2: Right. So, no, so there was some good interactions like that, but I want to do it again because we had fun. Uh, I did think that it was fun. It was just more difficult than I thought. And then also I was like, okay, well, we don't need to go to somewhere so busy because you start out at a place like Pier 39 in San Francisco where there's people everywhere. And then you're like, okay, this isn't going to work as well as I thought. So then you try to move off to some street where people are just passing by and then you realize none of those people want to stop so then you have to kind of go to i think where we got the best results was kind of along some little pier area where there was people like standing observing and it was a little bit more at least those people weren't walking by me in a rush and like i said there was a lot of people that i thought would talk that wouldn't and just a lot of people who didn't want anything to do with the camera i hate being on camera no i don't you know they're kind of like shooing me away but I think that I can go I to think, places. I think maybe,
6: you know, being in a big city and such, it might be, a, might be an issue there. You know, it might, maybe think about a place where people are being social, like a fair. That's what know, I was thinking, yeah.
2: So I just think this is yeah. where you kind of reformulate your plans, right? Because mm-hmm. my plans was at first, oh, we need to go up to San Francisco. I need to go to a big city to do this. Well, we went to the big city. It takes me two and a half hours to get to San Francisco. Um, uh-huh. By the time we get there and we do everything, then we're looking at each other like, you know what? This would be easier basically in our hometown mall. <laughs> you know, It really yeah. would have been easier yeah. to not. So I think we're just going to kind of reformulate the way we do it. And, and it may take all day to get as many people as you would want to get to talk to you. Whereas we went up there and gave ourselves three hours. I don't know if you guys know how it is to park at Pier 39 yeah. in San Francisco, but it's like yeah, three three yeah. 375 an hour to park. So, you know, we're like feeding this meter. We had like two and a half hours, like, let's go do it. But in two and a half hours, there's just not enough content to uh, create a video out of and then the other yeah,
6: San Francisco, I thought of like hate streets. That's a place that people go that you have all the crazies kind of walking around. I guess you
4: can say it.
2: Yeah, no, that's that's great. That's crazy. <laughs> so we were at the pier, but there was just uh, too many foreigners um, that wouldn't really make for you know, a good video. But again, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep trying it because it was fun. And then the only other problem I had was my microphone that I use has only four buttons on it. And it's got like an up and down button and then a record button and then a power button. And twice, I didn't know, but by holding down the record button for too long, it records over the last file. It absolutely. Oh. Just, oh, it's so stupid. It does that. So you really have to pay attention to make sure you're hitting because I didn't even realize it till after there was one like 15 minute segment where Missa was recording for 15 minutes. I had my mic on for 15 minutes. We finished that one. <laughs> We're like, oh, that was pretty good. Okay, let's go on to the next file but I held it down too long and I didn't realize it and it started recording over it. So it was, we lost that 15 minutes. Now, granted, the volume on the camera might be okay. I haven't looked at the footage yet, uh-huh. but as far as the microphone volume on my mic, it's that whole mm-hmm. file's gone. So it's just learning mm-hmm. learning from your mistakes and, and moving on. Rhino says, uh, space-time is swirling around a dead star, proving Einstein right again according to space.com today. <laughs> they even had artist illustrations prove it, so it must be true. Thank you, Rhino. Space time (laughs) is swirling around a dead star, proving Einstein right again. Well, Einstein is just a genius. Just a genius. So, anyway,
5: George Lucas, a dead star is (laughs) from George Lucas, not from Einstein. Sorry, guys.
2: No, he said dead star, but I guess that's the same, Death Star, right? And I guess, uh, Bob, do
6: do you see the message? Bob saying that he might pop up later.
2: Yeah, I saw that. So, thank you, Bob, uh, for tuning in. We appreciate that. And if you want to jump on, feel free. But uh, no. So anyway, it was fun. We had a good time and, and we'll do it again and not have to drive so far. But, you know, then I'm looking at, it too, I just I think it would be great to have Nathan there. I think it'd be great to have a few more people there. And then I was thinking like, oh, this would have been great to do like when we were in downtown Amsterdam. Remember, Karen? Uh, and all the people were there. It, it was like a better atmosphere where I could have gone up to the people who had stopped to look at our, you know, um, banners and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like those people now, now those people I could have gone and talked to because they were already kind of engulfed in that. Well, when we went out there, I didn't have any flyers or any banners. So it was just me with a microphone. A lot of people avoid that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And and then again. Well,
3: I think the Europeans are much more open to conversation on the street than Americans are, though. Absolutely. Personally.
2: Yeah. So and then I was kind of reading some articles last night when I got back just on how to do street interviews, seeing what other and there was people on there saying that you have to go out there all day, that you really have to do it from eight in the morning till, you know, six, seven o'clock at night, just to get enough people that will talk to you because that's the, the hardest thing is to get people that will actually stop and talk to you. And some did, and some were apprehensive about it at first. And then once they realized that you were not being a jerk, um, they would start, start and talk to stop and talk to you. But I didn't know, you know, how you bring flat earth into it at what point, Um, Or did I even want to do that? Because really the subject was, and there was a couple funny people. I mean, there's some guy talking to me about the moon landings and, you know, I asked him uh, whether he thought we went to the moon. He's like, yeah, well, why do you think that? Well, because they told me that. And he goes, but you know, they do lie about everything. They are lying about everything. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So why do you believe that story? He's like, well, that's what what society tells us we have to believe. So we got in that conversation a little bit. And there was another guy that was kind of doing the same thing about the moon hoax. And then I asked him about... You know, Jeffrey Epstein, do you think he killed himself? And he's like, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people want him dead. So there were some good conversations, but I think there could have been a lot more. And I look forward to doing that in the future because it was fun. And I think there was some funny answers and and some things that at least I think was funny. And I'd put in a video. But again, I just have a feeling as soon as I did, all the comments would be people saying, you know, that's rude. That person didn't know what you were talking about. Uh, It's not fair to talk to that person. Why did you interview children? Because at one point, you know, a couple and their children were walking by. And I asked the parents and the parents then looked at their children, were asking the children, Do you guys know? You know, and the children you know, one little girl says, uh, ten thousand miles. And it's just funny, but at the same time I could see where people would be like, That's not good for video, you shouldn't put that in there.
3: So it's just well, a, you know, everybody always is gonna complain about something, oh boy, so I wouldn't worry about that.
2: No, I just yeah. gotta yeah, that's what I mean. It's just gotta get over it and be like, Screw it. You're gonna put it in there and if people don't like it, as I always say, don't watch. It's the exactly. easiest, thing, easiest thing in the world. You can police yourself. Is what you don't. If you don't like the show, I've gotten a few emails. Of people saying, "I don't like the Friday lounges. They're too hard to list to. It's too long. I don't know where there's good content in there." I'm like, "Okay, don't watch." I, I yeah, don't, exactly. I don't know what else to tell you. It's like if you if you don't like it, that's okay. There's a lot a lot of people emailing that are saying that they do like it, and messaging me and commenting that they do enjoy it. So mm-hmm. you know you can't please everybody. Believe me. Uh, I used to think I don't know about you guys, Karen. Do when you first started YouTube or anybody else. Did did you have this idea that you could please everybody at some point?
5: Maybe it's just me. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. I don't know uh, what at the, the beginning, at me. the beginning, I answer, where I reply every comment. Oh,
3: right. No. Every yeah, comment. I was
5: like uh, one. I human. did
3: that too. Like,
5: <laughs> like every single comment, and then I understand, like in real life, you have bad people that want to, you know, uh, ruin your life or, you know. Chess Coleman, waste uh, your time.
3: Course. Right. Yeah.
2: Waste your time. Yeah. That's the one. Wasting waste your time your is time. a big one. I don't know. And that just is a sign, I think, of people who have no life, obviously, because I don't understand how people can take the time to to do that. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I guess you have to be a terrible person. I just can't imagine taking up somebody's life for all the wrong reasons, you know, and, and, and to lie to them and to uh, just basically waste their time just for your own enjoyment. Uh, for me, I don't get off on things like that. Sorry. But other people do So Anyway uh, Okay Wendell I totally stole your thunder You were talking And we interrupted you Go ahead Sorry
1: That happens here When you're fleshmacking You can always offer cash (laughs) Because actually When Nathan Thompson Was with us out On Hollywood Boulevard When that that, uh, Swiss TV was doing Their interviews Mm -hmm. He whips out his wallet And he goes up to this guy And he goes I'll offer you 40 bucks If you can tell me The circumference of the earth And he couldn't do it (laughs) But It kind of got him engaged Right Right. So uh, later on, when we are sitting down and I had my 17-year-old daughter with me, Nathan turns to my daughter and says, okay, so what's the circumference of the Earth? And she's like, well, it's, I think it's about 24,000 miles, right? And he goes, yeah, see, flat earthers, no. <laughs> right. So, uh, right?
2: No, yeah, I definitely so. saw that. And um, there was only one person out of everybody that we talked to about the distance to the sun that turned around right away and said 93 million miles. So. Oh, okay. Well, one person. Yeah, but, most people don't know people.
3: that. When I was no. out with Tommy and them, um, that flat fellow, we were asking people that, and they didn't. People didn't know. They would just start changing the subject, or they don't even know how they figured out the distance to the sun. Most people don't know these things at yeah, all.
6: They, no, that, but they. But not even the ast- the astrophysicists would know that. You saw that we do a Wakey Wakey interview. Remember that she could barely know uh, a bunch of things that they were basic to her cosmology, right? Uh, it's nuts, but I mean one one good thing here, Jaron, is that you you get a history of what you're doing. You come out once, and you come out twice. Later, you have a big collection of what you're doing. You can come up, you can, you know, if you you start getting some good subjects uh, soon and change your strategy, and right. you have a whole history of it. That's that's always cool. No, think, that's the
2: plan. And like I said, we had fun. And you know, I'm always looking for things that my wife and I can do that don't cost any money, other than you know, gas to get there, but, uh, you can go to the pier 39 and you don't have to spend a penny, you know, and you just kind of uh, walk around. We had a great day. Um, other than, you know, weather being a little bit windy, but it was still, it's a great day. We enjoyed it. And I can't wait to get out there again, uh, wherever that might be. But I do, I do enjoy these flat smacking, um, videos where, you know, at least in this one by that fat fellow, he's by himself, but I do love the ones that, you know, we do with the activism and of course the globe light tour. Uh, in the UK was awesome, uh, just to see a group of people there, and then have people that come up to you. I think that's that would be awesome. So I do. I, I, I think Wendell was saying, you know, the idea of a swap meet is a good idea. I don't know how much it is. We have a a, a flea market here in town. I don't know what it costs to have a table, but now I was thinking oh. after seeing, I'm like, okay, well, if you have a table and you have a banner up and you have some flyers down and you wait till the people come to your table and then you interview those people, well, then you're kind of at least, um, you know, you're having people basically volunteer to do it rather than when you're on the street, people have somewhere to go. I don't think they're thinking of stopping and speaking to somebody just because they have a microphone, you know, especially, and again, we talked about this, right? The aesthetics of the whole thing. I mean, Miss is just filming me with a, a small camera. So, I mean, if it's, it doesn't look very professional, I don't think anybody actually thinks I'm with the news, although my little mm-hmm. microphone flags say Jaronism News, <laughs> and I introduce myself as being from Jaronism News. But again, we'll have to see how <laughs> it goes. Still fun. And it's tough.
1: San Jose market is one of the largest in the country, Jaren, just yeah, FYI.
2: That one's huge. Yeah. 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 So, you know, something like that, or even going to a local mall and just, uh, you know, I think of it now, I'm like, okay, well, with all the people that walk by us and denied us in San Francisco versus the amount of people that did talk to me, if I went to my local mall, I don't think that number would be worse. If anything, it might be better. So that was, you know, one, one thing,
6: difference. Jared, I was just thinking, maybe you can approach them saying you're doing a study, you know, if they would like to help in your study and, you know, that that's usually, you know, then you can, You can have whatever camera you like, you don't have to say you're from the news, you know, you you can say maybe they'll be even more willing to help if you say you're, it is, it is a study, maybe, you know, you're studying how people respond to, and you have a big channel on on YouTube, you can say, I have a YouTube channel, but I'm also, this is a study for a documentary I'm doing or something like this, you
1: know, it could be be easier. Sorry. (laughs) It's an Oxford University study, right? Just like wakey-wakey. Wakey-wakey, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. But yeah, I mean, maybe easier. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing about,
2: and so. that's the thing about, too, what, what I do. I don't want to deceive people. I wouldn't like to be deceived, uh-huh. right? I don't want to tell people, hey, this is an Oxford University. Uh, I don't right. think I'm deceiving people when I say I'm with Jaronism News. That right. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the name of my channel. No, no, and no, yeah, just, but
6: but i say you know, maybe saying it's news. because For me, you know, if, if I'm on the street, somebody says, oh, news, blah, 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 I, w- I will walk away. But right. if it's a student or a few students and they say, you know, or someone, even someone who has a channel who's looking at I, I would be more willing. And they say, yeah, I'm asking these interesting questions for my study. I wish I get enough responses so I can get a significant sample. Right. You know, it, and I'm going to present it on my channel. This is my channel. You, you can give them a card or something. And, and you know, right. are you willing to just ask a few questions and to answer a few questions? And that's it. That could, that could be... I don't know. I don't know. It's just like you hone down, see whatever works. See what for you, works. Yep. No, that's yeah. the
2: way it goes. It's always a learning experience and a learning process. So, yeah. All right, Wendell. Again, we've uh, interrupted you many times over.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, transition here, uh, yeah. and I'll, I'll use this as an example. So, sure. just so folks know, you don't have to go out on the street to do any flat smacking. Those opportunities will present themselves. So when I um, when we're getting ready to to uh, to go to the salt flats. And uh, to try to get uh, like a horizontal uh, observation, one of the ideas we had, you know, set up a bunch of lights and also to get some road flares. So um, I ordered a bunch of road flares and went down to Pep Boys to pick them up. And the guy, the three guys behind the counter are like, well, wow, what, what are all these road flares for? So I just started flat smacking them, telling them exactly what was going on. So those opportunities will present themselves wherever you're at. You don't necessarily need to go out to, uh, to the street uh, to flat smack. Um, so anyone can, can, can push that envelope or like what we're, what, uh, Shelly was saying at the conference is like, you know, go on to, um, uh, go onto the Jubilee media, uh, the, the flat earthers versus scientists. And now there's over, you know, 130,000 plus comments just start to flat smacking there and, and provide a pushback or rebuttal. And, uh, and you've moved that, uh, moved us a little bit farther towards the truth. Um, so as far as uh, what we did out there, it was great. There was, it was quite the adventure. We, we weathered the weather. When we were up at Bear Lake, it was snowing hard. And uh, I've been kind of reviewing some of that footage and thinking to myself, did we really do this? I <laughs> we're really out there. <laughs> uh, it, and it's, 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 it's amazing. So I'm just glad that we're all back safe and sound. That we didn't die like sliding off the road when we we're trying to get to the cemetery on a seven mile dirt road that we almost got stuck on and it was all muddy and i've got footage of that and i mean it's just crazy just or getting hit by a train on the tracks now what, who in their right mind would get on the railroad track to take you know footage try to get like a 38 to 40 mile you know like laser or mirror observation uh, it's it it's exactly and it's pretty scary. I haven't been that close to a train track when a train has gone by, but I would not suggest doing that at all. <laughs> should always.
6: not give him that. No, don't give him that. Imagine Flatterer dies trying to make
1: laser tests with a train. <laughs> by a train. Right, That's terrible. Hi, for Flatterer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was a lot of fun though, and we did learn a lot. Um, you know what was interesting? You know, when we we're talking about NASA doing these things live and stuff, is like, where are the failures? Because we've gone out, we've all gone out, and done our own observations, and that sometimes they fail. Well, if, if it was real, if NASA was real, we'd see the failures as well, but we don't. So we, we see a little bit, okay, so the, you know, the Columbia explodes and, you know, uh, but but the, the small failures like, hey, I'm out there uh, walking in space and I lose, you know, my tool or a nut or whatever. We don't see any of that stuff that we should. Um, so the things that we did learn was, um, <clears throat> for example, uh, well, when we first got there, uh, because of the weather uh, on the salt flats is what I'm talking about, um, we, we had to start right away. So uh, our camera guy flew into Salt Lake, and then we, um, we went out to the salt flats and just started uh, tried to do it a mirror flash because the next day it was supposed to snow. Uh, um, so we, you know, here we are in this 35-mile uh, stretch of road. And getting all set up, okay, and then hearing this big utility truck comes and blocks. You know, I mean, it's driving down the road. How are we going to flash around him? So, you know, those kind of things happen as well. Um, and then uh, when we were out at that Bear Lake, we could see the source of the laser from one location, but then the other location we couldn't see the source of the other uh, laser. So, uh, working with Robert Scott, we finally figured out. You know what? We must have been in different uh, different inversion layers. In other words, there was maybe a warmer uh, layer uh, down closer to shore and, you know, up 10 or 15 feet, there was a colder layer. Because on one end, we, we were at the shore. and the other end, we were about 10 or 15 feet up. So um, that's the only thing we can figure out that would explain, uh, you know, how that could happen. Which, um, you know, if, if for those that go out and do that and observe the same thing, then, gosh, we really w- wish we would have gotten one side up higher or the other side down lower so that we could have gotten in that same um, that same layer of atmosphere. Uh, so that's, you know, something that we learned. And I think that that's going to translate um, down the road. We're, what we're trying to do is work with uh, Joe Mama to go out and do that boat observation. Um, and hopefully, Jaren, you can join us and we can just all do it together. But, you know, if... Which one's that? that? would you be you talking com- about? Uh, well... You know, the boat going on over the horizon argument, right? That's the one thing that we want to deal with in the documentary that, that everyone can relate to and knows about. Right. So let's say, for example, you know, the boat, you're at the shore. The boat goes out. I mean, how far until it actually disappears? All right. Let's right. establish that. And then once it does disappear, well, wait, what if I go up you know, like back up on the hill like 20 feet or 50 feet or 100 feet at the same distance? Now, can I see the boat? Right. I don't know. Let's check it out. You
2: know? No, that's been something I've been saying for a long time. I even looked into how much it would cost to you know, basically get a boat to do that, rent a boat to do that, because I think that's something that we haven't really seen, right? We haven't seen somebody standing at the shore with a boat or standing at the dock with a boat, and then you tell that boat, okay, you're going to drive out you know, that direction towards the horizon, and you're going to hold 30 miles per hour the whole time or your, whatever the speed may be. It could be 20 miles per hour. It could be 10 miles per hour. As long as we know the distance that that boat's going. And then you have somebody with a camera on the boat that shows, you know, the speedometer. Basically, that boat's going 10 miles per hour the whole way out. And then you can calculate how long it is until we see it disappear. I think we'll see, just like we have this whole thing with Taboo Conspiracies video, talking about uh, Bo's video with the platforms out there and where the globe edge of the of the of you know the horizon or the edge of the Earth should be and it, we're proving that to be completely and totally false right i mean there's there is no horizon line at uh, 1.22 miles when you're uh, you know basically a few inches above the waterline there's just it's just not there we're seeing way past that so i think the same would be true with a boat and hopefully that would show some people but like you said you need somebody who can take that boat be at the shore and head off in the direction towards the horizon and say hey i'm going to be going 10 miles per hour this way you can start your your little watch And all of a sudden you've got a distance that that boat goes until you can't see it anymore. So is that kind of what you're talking about? And Joe Mama, he has a boat?
3: That would be great. It would be great, too, if you could have, you know, someone on the boat who could drop a pin on their location, maybe. So then you could later on show how far they were. Yeah, I totally agree. Because a
2: lot of the boat footage that we see, nobody has any clue how far the boat is.
1: Right. Right.
3: Right.
2: Right. I mean, we we just don't know. You know, we're seeing the boat go out. But there's some boats that I think go way... but We're seeing boats way beyond where we should see them. And, and, you know, the problem is is we don't really know what that distance is. So uh, that's a great idea. I think that would be amazing. The other thing that I think would be good, and I don't know if you've thought about this, Wendell, or a way to do it. um, I think it would have been great to do it actually out at the salt flats. But, um, you know, with lasers, and I think I've talked to you about this before, where the Glober argument is that you're shooting the laser up over the curve, Right. And, you know, oh, they think that when they say, oh, you're seeing the source of the laser, their argument is, no, you're not seeing the source of the laser. You're seeing the point where the laser comes up over the the hump, which I don't believe is true. I think it'd be completely different. So what I would need to do to test that is you would need a completely flat area. um, And I don't think you'd need very long. It could be a mile or two. And you just put an obstruction between those two people. So let's say there's a vehicle parked at the middle and You just simply take the laser and walk to the side of the vehicle and see what the camera sees from two miles away, and they're going to see the laser source, right? They're going to see that bright laser source when it hits you in the eye. Wendell knows what that looks like, obviously. He's done it enough times. And then you have somebody walk behind the car. Now, when they're behind the car, have them shoot the laser and try to get it to go right over the top of the car and see what the person's camera two miles away sees. I know what they'll see. What they'll see is like a... um, almost like a spreading of the beam. They'll see, it will not look at all like the source laser when you see the source. When you step from behind the car and you're on the side of the car, you'll actually see that pinpoint. So that's something I've been wanting to do. I just don't know where to do it. Of course, we really can't do that over water, but what we're trying to show is that what people are seeing, what, you know, Daryl Marble saw, what uh, we saw, what you guys saw, what you're seeing with the 35-mile laser, what we're seeing, or what you saw at Salton Sea all these laser observations that are showing him from long distance are people actually seeing the source. I don't think that they're seeing it come over any curve. And I think that you'd be able to show that. So that and the boat idea are great. And thank you, by the way, Mark W for the super chat.
1: I think we did in a sense, uh, kind of show that uh, when we were, when you, we could see the source from one side, but not from the other. So the, not from the other viewpoint, you could see a clear line. Of the horizon um, in, in the blackness and you saw this kind of like a big uh, spotlight that fanned out from the laser mm-hmm. because of divergence but you could tell that wow I'm not really seeing the source of it at all right it's different and, looking. And we could see it from the other side mm-hmm. so that was you know pretty interesting um, one thing I want to make a comment on I mean the the Bear Lake uh, observation was totally been from taboo and uh, that was his uh, his dream and it, it took all of us coming together to pull it off. And the same thing like with this, this, the boat observation or whatever observation that you hear people are doing out there, they need help. So if you need, you know, if you hear about something that you can, you're close enough that you can go out and lend a hand, um, that, you know, they would very much appreciate it because we are right down to a skeleton crew to, uh, to pull that off. And, uh, and it took all of us to do so. So, um, and basically just, what did you
2: guys do? You did a laser observation over 18 miles. Is that what happened there?
1: Yeah, uh, it was cloudy. We couldn't do a mirror uh, flash, but uh, but at night we did set up and do the laser uh, observation uh, from from both for over let's see, but I'd say a good eighteen and a half miles, eighteen and three quarters probably. So,
2: and of course, the uh, drop on that should be huge, and the hump should be huge, and we shouldn't be able to see that laser. So, um, that's good. Anything else you want to talk about about that particular observation, or do you guys have anything coming up?
1: Um, just trying to schedule um, or we're trying to go through what we have already. It's kind of the script is writing itself uh, with everything that we've got. Uh, got some great footage from our camera guy. He has like this $25,000 drone that uh, takes this amazing uh, 4K video. So um, it's going to add, it adds a lot of production value. Uh, but we, we do want to nail those big, the, you know, the big elephants in the room like uh like the boat going over the horizon and right. and us being able to see too far and that kind of thing so uh so we're kind of regrouping right now and then uh but we do want to do the boat thing maybe coming up in a in a month a month or two uh to kind of finish that observation part off of the documentary so all right. but it's all good it's all good it's it's really great so, i was
6: wondering, I was wondering... If, uh, when, do you have a prospect for when you're going to be finishing or going into post-production?
1: Well, uh, we're still looking at the summer, summer of 2020, as far as a release date. It's just a matter of, um, of, of making sure that uh, all of our bases are covered. So, uh, like I've mentioned before, when we did all the, the interviews in Dallas of the, of the speakers, it ended up being about 200 pages of, of transcripted material. Uh, so we're going to go pull the nuggets out of there. And we were also able to do some interviews with uh, Robert Scott at uh, the Wendover airport up in the control tower, because he was an air traffic controller. So that was good. And then also uh, Na- Dr. Gang, who uh, worked for the Nigerian Space Agency, we were able to interview him and in, in one of the hangars there as well. So uh, so lots of great, uh, great material, great insight, and uh, just major flat smack. And people are just going to be... Uh, <laughs> Dumbfounded, I think so I'm sorry right.
2: but- sounds awesome and you're uh, definitely welcome to stay on the call if you want or if you need to go just let me know but it shouldn't be an issue the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Iru you want to give us an update on how your week went um, with the conference yeah of and everything? course yeah I would love to hear it.
5: okay let me just can I share my screen of course hey uh, man it, it was allow. a really long time uh... <laughs> do you still know how to do it I, I believe, uh, okay, I, out. I remember it's a button, right? Yeah, there's uh, a button. So. Down in the corner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Supposedly I'm presenting? You are. You are. Okay. Uh, let me deviate a little bit uh, before my, my week. This this was the image that I was taking, like a snapshot uh, of the astronaut candidate to graduate with the eye on Artemis mission. And you are seeing my screen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and this was the the advice, uh, the advice from the NASA employee that said that at first I want to be an astronaut, but now I want to be an animator. If yeah, if I were to work with NASA, I will work in mission control in Houston. We need all sort of skill at NASA. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Well, you can interpret face, it. Eh? In your face. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I am not, uh, maybe I misunderstand the word animator. I don't know if it's CGI animator like I am, or is some kind of animator <laughs> from, you know, animate people, you know, the cheerleader, audience. Cheerleader. Yeah, cheerleader, something like no, that. No, I don't no, know. No,
2: no, you got it right. Animator would be somebody who draws things, somebody who creates animations, either CGI or cartoons oh, okay. or drawings. That's what animator means.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah. It and certainly and I does think, not mean cheerleader. Uh, and, no. Yeah, and I think <laughs> and good for NASA, good for NASA because I think they found it. They found it because one of the last uh, piece of propaganda that I see from NASA, it was uh, today in the morning, and it was this animation trying to convince people, you know, uh, from the outside telescope uh, technology, you know, space telescope technology. Let me just make a quick find here. It's a, the, the Spitzer, Spitzer, isn't it? Yeah, the Spitzer. If you take a look of this in the magical way, uh, you know, it's a propaganda like we have been treated as a child, you know. Uh, <laughs> in, in fact, the voice of the uh, narrator it's really
2: kinds of light our eyes can't see can, can and despite hear? the use
6: yeah. of so patronizing technology. patronizing like kind
5: of yes i mean they they you know they change uh their tactics in a way that it's like they are not more concerned about the uh photo uh way to present things. They, they go completely in the opposite way, which is more easy, of course. So they're trying to uh, get a more wide range of people and, you know, they, they don't even worry about the photorealistic thing. They go directly in the cartoon mode. And, you know, you are like, a, it doesn't matter if you are an adult people, of uh you are a child or young, or whatever they're trying of just to just in space create to show the places where gosh, stars movies, are born you know, and the boys Does this mean the
2: end of our heroes observing days no you know,
5: this reminds it, me of you, this is this
6: is very very much like
5: uh, anime you know like japanese animation it's very yes. much in that style exactly and and you know they start calling all these things like heroes and if you start looking in the uh in this uh youtube channel you're gonna see a lot of this kind of uh thing when where you know they present it as a cartoon or you know low quality um style you know or if this some kind of real model but they are talking to you as it was uh at if you if uh you was a child something like that so
0: mm-hmm. maybe
5: they find it uh, the animator and also I want to share um, this I I really love when uh, Disney make a prediction and then NASA uh, detect it and convert in true reality Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about the old style let me go a little up here and that that was really fun because it was supposedly the um, Skylab uh, they mount and telescope which uh, the name was the uh, ATM from for the well this is in Spanish but it's like the Apollo telescope mount and it was you know put it in the Skylab as a sun observatory to study the sun but in the this was between in the seventy decade okay but in the 1959, uh, Walt Disney present this. Uh, it was part of the Spaceman series that they present to brainwash the people before they go to the moon and, and things like that. And if you take a look, uh, the Disney uh, eyes in space when they present the sun is the same thing that they, that supposedly Skylab filmed. Directly from the uh, cabin of the Skylab, and I mean, it's impossible uh, to have like a calma. direct observation from the Skylab to the sun and cold. have the same kind of flare. With the only difference is the contrast in the colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my goodness!
5: Oh my goodness! Yeah, that stuff doesn't and In fact. Well. It, Yeah, and in fact, it's better, you know, because when you're trying to do this kind of thing, it came to my mind a lot of techniques. This could be slow motion water fountain or water stream, and then you just simply add a red filter and you put some red lights, yellow lights in there with a black background, and you are going to have this kind of behavior because here the sun is just a black uh, sphere, you know, and then you have all these... Emotion uh, effects but I mean look at that what what is that supposedly the skylab has the technology to you know look directly to the Sun in, in... it's a little strange I don't know
2: it's extreme
6: yeah but it is it is like you're showing you know before like the guy saying, I'm gonna work at mission control because I'm an animator I mean that should just kind of fly in the face of everyone's as you know it's how they do it it's a production scheme exactly and, and like you're proving here it's it's a scheme that they go back to their own
5: material and rehash it later like here in the Skylab. yeah uh, and in fact this uh, this image here uh, are from disney and if you take a look is it's like more detailed than the skylab in outer space <laughs> i mean <laughs> what's going on so this is just like a first plane of uh, barbecue right? <laughs> with some effects that Disney uh, draw on it or whatever, because they have a lot of technology in the 60, in the 50. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I, I showed this very, you know, so many times before they, they have a, a layer composited, uh in, in real, uh, you know, they have this layer machine that allow to yeah. uh, compose uh, multiple layer of video or images okay. or whatever. So they have uh, like slow Disney motion. Like animations, exactly. Yeah, right. they have slow motion, but really, really good slow motion from the 20s. So, I mean, they they have all sorts of techniques yeah. to uh, fake this kind of thing. But when, when you start to compare NASA and Disney, uh, it's hand uh, high by hand uh, without no doubt Great. Great.
6: and remember we, we were talking about last time the Werner von Braun film from 1969 when he's talking about the Apollo missions, he keeps on referring to Jules Verne all the time of course, how he talks about how the yeah, it's consistent with what you're just talking about here.
5: <laughs> yeah, and in fact, th- this is part of my presentation on in Madrid, and this is a nice topic to to talk about. Not now, but, uh, you know, the artificial man-made, uh, man-made comet from NASA from 60s and uh dropping uh, aluminum and barium in the upper atmosphere. And... They are, you know, there is a a really, you know, artificial comet uh, made by NASA, patent uh, for releasing a varium and aluminium in the upper atmosphere. Not just comet, they're trying to detect the magnetic fields of the Earth, but inside of the Earth, not outside in the outer space. So they have all these, um, I'm trying to find, let me go a little, uh, sorry for this.
2: No, and it's funny that you mentioned the Jules Verne thing. I always thought that was so incredible that of course, all the amazing predictions that Verne had in his novel came to pass, right? Yes. The the United States would be the first one to go to the moon. (laughs) Their craft looked identical. The number of men in the crew would be three. Um, That there would be a competition for a launch site between Texas and Florida and um, wow. which one would end up being the correct one and it ended up being that it would be a
3: Florida launch. Um, Have you read it, Jeremy? Yeah, I looked He's good. got a better record than Nostradamus. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good.
2: <laughs> yeah, that uh, he would use retro rockets, um, which then became the technology. So it's the same kind of thing, right? He writes in there that there would, they would use these retro rockets, uh, and then that became a technology after the fact that allowed the guys to get to the moon. Um, it's funny. Cause and then I remember Vern talking about weightlessness. Um, but I, I think that they say his thing was flawed or whatever. It wasn't the same as it is, but still the idea that he had of this whole weightlessness thing and that people would be able to float around. Um, and then I think in his book, didn't the, didn't the object come back and splash in the Pacific ocean, which I think is exactly what, uh, they do. Yeah, which I'll is exactly what it. they said that they do. So it's just a lot of um, a lot of similarities. But again, sometimes it takes an author to write something for the people to then say, "Okay, we can make that come true." We just need to look at Titanic uh, with the book The Titan, right, which came out ten years before. Same thing, ship sailing between New York and London. You know, the whole the whole thing is the exact same. It hit an iceberg. There wasn't enough lifeboats. That's all was written 10 years before.
6: Yeah, that's exactly the same. And it is off the coast of Newfoundland. And I saw that in the Russian vids video. It also show Kennedy and Lincoln. Um, so many coincidences.
2: That one's world weird world as, as well. well. That's, that's, yeah,
5: that was weird. Yeah, exactly. Weird. And, and, you know, uh, you are talking about Julio Verne, uh, Julius Verne. Mm-hmm. And of course he present us, uh, the core, you know, journey to the center of the earth Uh, and in that novel he presents the supposedly core of a spherical earth he presented the dinosaurs Uh, he presented uh, well first of all he he was he belonged to the um i don't know i'm going to translate literally uh from spanish language but it he belonged to a masonic order called the um the knight of the fog I don't know if you know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean he again once again we have this type of character that uh, are linked directly to occultist. So we have this is the the idea this is the holy good of uh, his uh, the, you know, his time. Because of course at uh, in in this century we don't have Television, but we have this kind of people that brainwash via fantasy, Mm -hmm. you know, all humankind. And after him, of course, they, 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 you know, you have a a lot of other writers at the same uh, time as Julio Verne was published their work. But after he, it, uh, um, let me just show in this because we have at the same time. We have Edward Everett Hale, you know, all, uh, he pr- belonged to Masonic Order also, and he presented the Brick uh, the brick Moon and all these kind of fantasy stories about the heliocentric model with all kind of weird stuff. And I believe that after he uh, comes the, um, the guy who, you know, all the uh, Stanley Kubrick, you know Arthur uh, c Clark, Disney, Vernon Brown himself, and other scientists took the idea, uh, which was the Herman Potoknik. He was a space, um, uh, no, sorry, space, no, um, uh, specialist in rocket and in engineering from Slovenia. And he wrote uh, a book called *The Problem of Space Travel*. When he presented the idea that okay, if if we want to go to space, we need to invent uh, and develop some kind of super propulsion system because we are not capable to leave Earth at the, with with the rocket that we have yeah. at that time. And he presented this kind of concept to avoid the issues of uh, of um, zero G.
2: Right
5: and if you take this idea, you're going to see all over the place in the science fiction at the first time and then to, you know, movies and, and concept because this idea was took by uh, Walt Disney and, and presented in the, in the time where they created the eye on the, spe- uh, uh, the eye in the space that I presented early. And then you have this kind of model bringing to reality uh, via Vernon Von Braun in the spaceman uh, uh series and then you have stanley kubrick taking that idea and present it in the movie and you know we start if you start doing the connections you're going to uh mm-hmm. came even our days
2: i've never even yeah. understood what that whole thing is with the so supposedly if you have that spinning station if you go back to that last slide mm-hmm. centrifugal motion
6: yeah force or whatever so
5: what yeah you're saying... gonna have this, this centrifugal force that is going to uh push you towards the walls
6: yeah the centrifuge so which is, is a, the it's, opposite it's like... of
5: how gravity works exactly and then you'd
2: just be able to walk around on the outside of that is what they're saying
7: yeah.
5: no outside yeah. you you walk inside. No, sorry 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 but
2: i mean where the ground yeah. would be the outside wall
3: yeah the, the ceiling
6: yeah or the outside wall of that the donut
3: yeah, you have oh, Which is so lame. Is that would so never lame. work. I don't think it would work at all. No, no and it would they just show moving around you.
6: Yeah, oh and they gosh. show it in, in the two thousand one Space Odyssey is exactly what they have. They show how it should supposedly works so with them walking very slowly. I'm not sure you remember that. Yeah, uh, I remember that.
2: I remember that scene, that certainly didn't seem to fit either. But I think at the time they thought that that was what? reasonable. 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 Yeah. I, I think that they've haven't they let that all go, Iru.
5: What again, please? He, this,
2: they this, never did it. This craft, they they don't consider this anymore, right? This no, no, never, no, yeah. no, no, no. There's a video no,
3: but, of Warner von Braun. See, look at his picture. He would to to... talk about it like it could happen. Oh, yeah. Right? No,
5: he, no, exactly he, said he said it had to it. happen. He... Yeah,
0: he said but that's that's
5: that. But that idea came from Pototnik. This from the, his book. Right. The cop. Yeah, the Russian. This was 1970s. <laughs> uh, sorry, 1917. Uh, 17. When he published the the book of uh, the problem from, for going into space. So, of course, the, this guy died. And all his idea was taken by Disney. Mm-hmm. And Bernie and it's, Brown.
6: It's interesting yeah. that you showed the American, the, on the, the slide 128 there, you have the yellow uh, cover, yes. 128. Uh, was... It's interesting because it reminds me of the other thing which is Orson Welles, right? Uh, that that guy, see, he's like the the owner of the Boston Daily Advertiser. So it's like, you know, the connection with news agencies as well, and, and you know, Orson Welles, Sidzen Kane talks about it and it, it shows how the media manipulates, the, and, and Orson Welles was involved in the, in the reading of the invasion from Mars in the 20s, yeah. right?
5: Yeah, of course, and of course, uh, the, even uh, the, you know, Walt Disney study in the Tim International, mm-hmm. which is a uh, kind of, well, it's a masonic um, education and still are operating in our days. Then you have like, you know, Bernie Brown being like a mm-hmm. Disney artist, like Britney Spears <laughs> or, or Justin Bieber. It's the same thing, but with another purpose. But that is the the real thing. I mean, Uh uh, Walt Disney always have this educational media company. It's not an entertainment. It's an educational media company. They use entertainment because they know that entertainment is like uh, to, you know, getting down your feelings, your emotions uh, until they point that you are like in an alpha state so they can put whatever information they want into your existence, in, into your reality. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. use all these trauma techniques and I remember, for example, a really nice trauma technique to implement... Nice in. nice trauma.
0: <laughs> nice trauma, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. No, but that's for real, man. I, I remember and I, and I have it here in my... Powerpoint presentation for example when the 9 eleven happens uh i don't I don't know exactly how take uh, how long they they take to present to the public but they have the ISS from um, uh-huh. from space
3: as well yeah. you know
5: showing the, the this the the column do. all disasters they show everything anything anywhere the,
0: yeah. the Australian but, fire
5: it's look at this i'm gonna put play and this is directly <laughs> from for, from nasa channel and you can see this like a miniature uh, you know some kind of maquette uh, toy because it's not moving and eat what? it's 2001 and the third expedition to the international space station that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but that's supposedly real I mean, that is not, uh, you know, like animation, like, like, the, you know, Cady Coleman, the, the former astronaut said in in, in her presentation. Mm-hmm. And look, they, they, he began to describe know, to me what had happened with the World Trade Center, uh,
4: the plane that had crashed into the Pentagon. And then as we were talking, he said another plane mm-hmm. has just crashed in Pennsylvania. We don't know what that's all about.
5: So they present with this music
4: I raced around and found a video camera and a window facing and I take the beach camera right
5: away. <laughs> and I filmed it. The weather was perfect. Oh, there is a the column. Yeah. I could yeah,
6: that's just it. 400 kilometers up, right? A like column right. of
5: smoke
4: coming out of the city. And as I zoomed in with the
1: video camera, I could see this big gray blob enveloping southern Manhattan.
5: But they use all these techniques. I've I, I taken okay. out the audio. This is the the, the smoke column. So they use all these kind of techniques to brainwash you you know they put the emotional and then they feed you with the with the message for of the course for me this all though. yes all Sweet. these kind of things are blue bean project are nasa blue bean project because this is the way you know is ah and and they play, <laughs> play from trumpet. the spain station they play the the memorial i don't know which is uh-huh. the name in english right
6: Right, all the drama, they can't milk yeah, the they, event. they
5: just have a trumpet and the guy was a trumpetist and they played that <laughs> on the ISS. Yeah,
6: everybody's uh, jumping in on the event and, and having a you know, push on it.
5: Exactly, you know, but it's the same thing that, for example, something that amazed me. And I took this idea as a NASA Bluebeam project because they need all these feeds. In our daily basis, to convince us uh, that supposedly mm-hmm. the outer space, it's uh, capable. We need to, to continue every day
6: to to bring information. Is that what you say?
5: Exactly. To keep feeding us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, and they use everything they can, uh, from Grammys to Hollywood to books mm-hmm. to the Beatles, uh, whatever. And, and something that r- really amazed me was um, how many times super popular artists uh while they doing the concerts uh mm-hmm. they stop they stop completely the mm-hmm. performance and ask for attention to the you know the audience and say now we are going to have a real-time conversation with astronauts oh. mm-hmm. in the middle of the concert <laughs> so It's crazy. For example, this from Paul, well, Paul McCartney for me. Right. With uh, (laughs) Paul McCartney talking with guys in the ISS in the beginning of 2000s. Of course, you have all this propaganda with uh, Paul McCartney using suit from NASA, you know, all the Masonic connection, blah, blah, blah. Then you have, for example, Elvis, you know, Elvis via satellite. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck is doing this guy? <laughs> I mean, this is propaganda directly You're because it's not sense. It, it doesn't have any sense to sell you a, a, oh a disc <laughs> with the planet Earth and oh. you know Elvis coming out from this satellite. Oh.
2: Everything, everything <laughs> and, is so much better when it comes from satellites. That's oh, an album, eh? Hey, that's a
6: vinyl that's open up. Oh yeah, yeah it is and directly, they put yeah.
5: Saturn they can put whatever the planet they want but they put Saturn mm-hmm. okay that may be Kabbalistic thing <laughs> then you you have you know uh Coldplay with this kind of and remember this kind of um disc um sorry not this album
0: mm-hmm.
5: was 2017 2016 18 i mean the flatter topic was on the table right
0: mm-hmm. okay.
5: This is not from the 70s or 80s and Coldplay, a head full of dreams. Mm. And they put the, the moon landing, no, no. the no. astronaut. I mean, they could put whatever you want. They want. No, everything is related to evolution. And uh, it's like a sweet dream song, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. sweet dreams are made of this. And right. the, the woman video.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. then we have Shane Blunt, this guy champ from uh, You Are Beautiful to moon landing hmm. and, and we discussed this in in the car when we came in um, coming from denver you remember shannon
2: yeah absolutely yeah we, we listened to a few of the songs
5: exactly <laughs> yeah satellites and, yeah remember this guy is a, a, his uh, grandfather was uh, a military to uh, from the queen of england and his father also and he is a helicopter pilot and he's re- de- related to military uh industry and you know the the cover of the album is this uh, fallen angel uh, presented as a lighting ball that we mm-hmm. have seen lady gaga you know you mm-hmm. name it and then you have for example uh you too and this this is just a short clip about uh, two minutes that uh, i'm gonna play it a little bit and you can see immediately the brainwashing because
0: let
5: me just i'm going for copyright <laughs> maybe but this is a video clip the space the, you know the apollo missions oh, so mod motor you know, everything is in slow motion, singing a very emotional uh, movie and um, song. And then they're going to, you know, take a pause in the middle of the concert to talk with astronauts. Because oh, they made a complete tour. Talking uh, to astronauts, in, the whole tour, yes. every every concert.
6: In every wow. concert. It's a media it's- package. Eh? It's uh, they're making money.
5: Exactly. So, let me just uh, go dreams. directly to the lyrics. For example, this is one, one of the. In the middle of the song. They A man dreams. <laughs> all the uh, audience, like in emotional mode. Oh, let's cry a little. Yeah. To <laughs> canalize <laughs> the message. I'm shedding tears.
2: Man
0: takes his rocket ship into the sky. <laughs> what? It
2: turns, oh dying in
0: a the And look at him looking
5: up in the sky oh. with that face. Like, no man. Wow. How how my... can you sleep at night? <laughs> my
6: heart.
2: My heart is melting.
6: Shockingly like, stupid. Yeah. Oh,
0: sky
2: Oh boy, what is this? Oh, it's the not a religion.
0: <laughs> <Other laughs> We're at the International Space Station. Thank you, thank you for joining us this evening. Oh, safe home, safe home. Join
2: for space. Where was where was the uh, where's the delay? I thought there was supposed to be a delay. I guess not in this case.
5: No, no, but that was like uh, that was like you know play video, you know, like pre-recorded. Yeah, pre-recorded yeah, live. They. Okay. Yeah. For example, this uh, right. this was in Dublin. It can and interact. No live interaction. Touch. But here is an interact. Here is an interact. So, for example, there you have it.
6: Um, so I'm going to try and try and see if we can get in touch now.
7: <laughs>
2: Hello, Dublin. What's the crack? You all having a good night?
1: What's and the- uh, <laughs> and I asked them also for if they have one, one special message for us at Croke Park tonight. Future needs a big kiss. Thank you all.
5: Then they go to Tampa, for example. And
6: on our little planet, right. and we think space, and we think it's a great idea for you to give us your perspective on our little planet while you're
2: not little on planet, little, planet. little planet. The clown The clown knows. knows. The clown uh, knows how, how do we
6: look from here? How does our little
4: planet look? Well, I will tell you every time that I look downstairs, I see an, a fantastic planet. Uh, the it's like a dome
6: headed, too.
4: When there's clouds, it's right? the
6: <laughs> <sunset,
4: laughs> amazing image. Sometimes you see the moon and earth at the same time in the perspective that we cannot see. And I'm looking all around me, I see stars, I see darkness. I what? see.
5: Uh, <laughs> I see star. That is and emptiness. He says everything stars, at the emptiness,
2: and darkness, and beauty, <laughs> and glory, and fear, <laughs> and fright. So yes, yeah,
5: in God, you
2: know. Close. <laughs> so, so, yeah. By the way, but, uh, yeah. David Weiss sent me uh, a Venmo payment, and he says, "Tell Iru to swear more." So I'm just letting you so, <laughs> know. Okay. Dave Weiss wants to hear
5: more. More Iru <laughs> <Okay>, bombs. <laughs> same to me. Send it to me if you want to.
0: Yes, I do something.
5: So I'm going to finish with, you know, the most important philosophical message of the heliocentric uh, model, which is Uh you are a piece of head. Right, of course.
2: You know
4: what? Planet Earth looks so great, but also so fragile. So... They this is uh, a tribute to Earth, and I'm telling you, you're looking great, and we should
2: not forget that we have a great privilege to, to live on planet Earth. I can get idiots just to, oh, he's an idiot, like, is this the
6: idea?
2: Why in the hell would he be wearing a clown nose?
5: Because it's the poetry society. What? Hmm. So it's like a, some kind of reference to the poetry society and, really and is just a Bono said you are weird. the first clown in space no man <laughs> there's <laughs> oh, been many the astronauts <laughs> clowns okay. there has
2: been many a clown in space he's yeah a, that was an easy yeah. of course he's walking
6: stay, the shoulders stay stay of home.
8: clowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's get for lift-off lift-off no. lift off here lift
5: off and put that, lift- that, lift- that lift- are you ready for lift off, Tampa? Oh, Are you I'm... ready for lift off, oh, Tampa? No. Total and they brain. play, yeah, c- completely washing, man, I mean, that's serious. I didn't know that you two did,
6: did this, uh, well, probably they have a, it's a media package, like we were saying, it has to be. Kind of like Nestle, Nestle needs research for making cappuccino foam You know, they connect with the the big artists, like huge bands That will have sold out concerts in in stadiums And then they plug in their their shite in there
3: And they pay the band probably millions Well, you know, you too and Bono, they're always used in this propaganda bullshit Like he's always pushing that climate change crap Exactly He's always doing that stuff of, oh, or might
5: discover yeah. from Deep Purple, called uh, you know, Infinite, and they use the Antarctica.
0: <laughs> so
5: I mean, <laughs> hmm. is that a coincidence or what? You know, they use all this kind of uh, and and about you two. Uh, it What's was that
6: symbol. Uh, you know, is it from a band or is it doesn't it mean something? It's because from
5: the been... singer of Deep Purple it's the the, the sign of that like uh, the new
6: singer The new singer. No, yeah exactly
5: not. but if you take a look this is the Alester Crowley uh, right. type of symbol um, symbolism yeah that's what I'm telema, wondering yes it's like the telema mm-hmm. yeah. and also the infinite from the sun and you know all this kind of symbology maybe it's not directly straightforward the uh, telema si- symbol because the telema mm-hmm. symbol is with uh, straight lines but they just, you know, making curved lines, Masking. but it's the, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And then you have for example about the the U two, uh you have all, all you know for me, Pink Floyd, the wall, of course, that it's my interpretation. They use this white wall in the you know, cover and uh could be a direct reference to the uh, Antarctic Wall, but about the U2, there is a documentary, uh, and I, I I just put a few for the pre, uh, presentation. But here you can see 50 minutes that uh, Bono was training, <laughs> training by NASA, and they used this from 2009 U2 360 tour teamed up with NASA mm-hmm. and the International Space Station. So all the tool was about brainwashing the people. Mm.
4: And, of course, U2 was forced on all of our phones without any of us asking for it.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Exactly. Wh- which was it? What was it? It came in with iPhone or, st- or wh- what was the deal?
4: Yeah, on your iPhone, on iTunes, you just randomly pull your phone up one day and the whole world had the new U2 album downloaded on their phone, you know, without
5: us doing it. S- ah, nice.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate
5: that. Exactly, man. And you know, all the, the the people talking up with the astronaut and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, what I'm trying to say here is that uh, it's a super big strategy. It's super big strategy. We mm-hmm. have all the toys industry, the cloth industry, uh, the, the, even the this is from a Spain festival, out, you know, in open streets. And they create all these <laughs> sun the symbolic of the, I mean it's in everywhere
6: everywhere well, the world cup the, in the in, in football right in the soccer That's right too. The, the world cup yeah. they changed it used to be something else used to be a kind of angel thing and then they made it into a ball like a, exactly. a earth ball
5: yes yeah. and i have a yeah yeah as guardia well i present a, a, a lot of things um connected with and something that maybe i uh, i am a little off from what we supposedly I, I had been talking because supposedly I, I am not going to what do you mean? no go ahead. no no because it's I am not it... going to do the presentation supposedly I'm going to talk about you know it's the like but no sorry for that deviation no that's good but um... <laughs>
2: I'm sure people would love to know what you spoke about there and I know it's only in Spanish so this is our English version
5: this is our English version no oh. but for example <clears throat> I, all the time, you know, uh, and, and I made it also in English, but, you know, every time that some someone asks you, like, uh, okay, if the satellite is not up there, why we have GPS? Right. And they, you know, they direct link GPS to satellites. Right. And I presented this a uh, few times in Globbuster Show, which is all the things, not all. But a lot of things that. A, carry nice, on. a nice list, a nice list. A of nice things. list, yeah, to mm-hmm. understand the real quote unquote GPS, but not only GPS, but also the telecommunication, the satellite telecommunication thing or mm-hmm. technology. So, this was the main uh, list that I have downloaded from a video, uh, you know, from YouTube that I don't even remember who posted. So, before going to the conference, I decided to I going to put pictures mm-hmm. to these numbers because mm-hmm. I want to check it if if they are really exist this kind of technology. Mm-hmm. And of course, they are all exist, and mm-hmm. there are all amazing things where you can find mm-hmm. uh, just simply to put you know put in the name in Google, and start study uh wait what uh is the information that presented um from internet or whatever you want you know mm-hmm. whatever source you want to use it but all this exists and it's all this kind of technology that they use to what's this
6: stratospheric platform airship number 15 this one yeah,
5: yeah this was this was amazing uh, of course all this goes up to 20 kilometers all with solar panels mm-hmm. and they can stay up there month <laughs> in the stationary in the stationary and probably area. probably longer probably longer than sense. a month months. Months. Yeah, yeah many months
2: yeah many months many so,
5: months
0: yeah. hmm
5: I just put in pictures here but if you type uh-huh. it uh-huh. and you yeah, press yeah. enter you're gonna have all the technical stuff the yeah, you I showed did... you showed
6: a little bit of this before you know with the NASA remember you had the yes yes but something
5: that When I was looking for Google Loon system, I was, uh, you know, searching. uh, I was connected with a group of people that they launch dual um, balloons up to the stratosphere. And they have the video, but look how flat it is Mm -hmm. up there, 34 kilometers. And of course, there are going to be people that... They're going to try to do this. They're going to try to put into Photoshop and say, um, well, uh, let me just press here. And they say, no, no, no. Because if I compress, uh, (laughs) I can see, I can see a curve. I can see a curve. I can see a curve. Look at it. (laughs) Yes. You are a liar. You are a scam. Here. I can see the curve. No, it's the optics. (laughs) It's how the optics works and and in fact this is a fisheye lens that I don't even correct it. Right. That that is okay. as it is. As is it.
6: Uh-huh.
5: And then, you know, keep you know, because yeah, the hot course, spot under
6: the sun as well is pretty telling, you can see
5: there. Yes, yes, exactly. here. But of course after this I you know keep clicking and clicking and clicking. And I, I came with um, for example let me just uh because I, I, I ha I was I haven't here organized um let me go to here. I was for example I ended uh, with the supposedly supposedly the Voyager 2
0: mm. in <laughs>
5: <laughs> in 19 in 1981, uh-huh. res- sending sending pictures mm-hmm. from Saturn, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, I love those. Yeah.
5: To Saturn, range one million seven hundred <laughs> miles speed, you know, blah blah blah. So I mean, when you start looking this. All supposedly technology at that time. Look at the nerds that we have here. <laughs> and this is this is straight from NASA. Okay, this is not just a random scientist. I am not going to play the audio because it's, uh, we don't need it. But supposedly the Voyager 2 sent in real time mm-hmm. this kind of a picture to <laughs> these old computers. I can <laughs> I mean, you imagine? But, but look how look how they receive it. I mean. Right now, it's receiving the image from Saturn live. Oh god! <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> and I have plenty of this uh, of this uh, documentary from NASA. Where's the Earth? <laughs> no, we don't know, man.
2: We don't need to take pictures of the Earth. That's <laughs> <We don't important. laughs>
5: But I mean, this more. This is more advanced than than, than Cassini,
2: <laughs> which <laughs> was t- 25 years later.
5: Exactly, so they send it all this, and they start looking, and <laughs> all the documentary
6: about the, the layers and stuff, they pointing to it and saying, "Oh, here, yes. here, la la la."
5: Blah blah blah, and no, and all the documentary it's <laughs> about, wow, we never thought that that could be happen. Oh, we, we never thought that, that that could be real. I mean, because supposedly that uh, pictures um, reveal a lot of new things about oh, Saturn. But they uh never show even one rock of the supposedly rings uh, of, uh, you know, rocks orbiting Saturn. But I mean, when you go to the old stuff, uh, look at that. I mean, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) I I really like. I really love the software that they Mm -hmm. use at that time. And (laughs) And,
2: and those are supposed to be rocks.
5: It's amazing. <laughs> it's so and amazing. those stars as well? Like it, the the it no, would be, no, not exactly. I don't know what if what <laughs> what it is exactly. What it is exactly? No, I am not. Uh, I am not exactly what it is. But not just that. I you know from from all this uh, technology that NASA used for uh, detecting the magnetic fields using lithium and barium and strontium and aluminum oh, and all that's that kind of
6: such thing it's a weird kind of game there that they doing they say so that they stupid. puffing the stuff out in the upper atmosphere to measure the magnetic field
5: yes and not only for measured man- they they are still so doing fun. it in our days of course everything is with sounding rockets everything is with sounding rockets but Right. They are creating, uh you know, man-made uh, comets and uh, all this sort of light phenomena. Yeah, and they they are trying to understand what happened. For example, this is a uh, Geo, um, geophysical institute study of Aurora. Um, Aurora, sorry for my uh, S- English. Sprouts. I can't read that. Oh, sprouts. Aurora space. sprouts space win in series of rocket shot designed to test influence of the Earth electric fields, hmm.
6: for example,
5: using volume techniques, hmm. using uh, you know already back you know. in the sixties, putting that in yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, Yeah, look at that. They Same
6: had the right sounding down. rocket then, you know, already this one that we yes, see now from B
5: two. They have sounding rocket from B two. Mm-hmm. Huh. And when you start looking, for example, I never, I never know about that they they have for example projects call it uh, called Saturn one where they they drop um, rockets to release water in the upper atmosphere and and see how they you know yeah. how how to react how re- they react in the upper atmosphere and when you start to compare this with our days with the SpaceX and you know things like that it's really I mean, take a look, for example, they're going to, uh, going to go a little forward and I believe it's, um, for example, that is the water release, boom, in the upper atmosphere. Of course, they, they start with water to see what's going on. Then they go with uh, lithium, barium and hmm. who knows whatever they are doing in our days.
6: Aluminum, yeah. Uh, is this presumably after they cross the line into the suspension stage into the superfluids? Or when mm-hmm. they release the stuff or before the hundred uh, No,
5: I, I I no, this is before the, 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 the sounding rocket that I presented. Right. But okay. I okay. don't know or I like I less
6: altitude we mean, right?
5: Yes, and and not only that, they for example, they use um global balloons to drop um Uh, so-called atomic bombs in the upper atmosphere not just with rockets Mm -hmm. and you have all these kind of crazy things that they are doing up there you know and uh, i mean they have a super you know alternative program that they, they they are trying to this is my opinion of course but they are trying to get out of here.
6: <laughs> Break, right. The, the no, I've been trying that for a Break while. Yeah. See.
2: <laughs> and, and then, I, Iru, isn't it true that helium doesn't, it doesn't burn, right? It's not flammable?
5: I am not uh, a specialist in, uh, in oh, that. that uh, Sorry. I, I heard the same thing, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I think I I I've,
2: am... I've heard that, that helium doesn't, which is interesting when you think of, you know, the SpaceX launch that supposedly blew up, uh, where it just looks almost like what Iru just showed, like a releasing of... Right. Water or releasing of helium, right? Because it wouldn't be an explosion, exactly. and that's exactly what we saw was what not an explosion. And I think that's because I have seen a couple videos before where somebody has like a balloon that catches on fire or something. But I don't think that's helium. I think that's hydrogen. Yes, uh,
5: I I don't think
2: <sighs> I don't think if you lit a can- you know lit a, f- a flame next to a helium balloon anything would happen. It explodes.
0: Brain.
5: No, and and the balloon would pop. Don't get me wrong, there. but. Up there, the temperatures are really low. Right. We are exactly. talking about, well, almost zero Kelvin. But if you go a little lower, for example, I don't know, maybe 40 kilometers up there, supposedly the temperature is like a minus 100 degrees.
0: Right.
5: When you go into with a commercial plane, you have minus, minus 60 degrees. That's where I, just, I, start, degrees. I
2: start having to draw the line a little bit, though, because I just look at it and I say... At a certain temperature, your, your equipment would malfunction. So, I don't even think that you can really have a thermometer that's going to be able to,
3: to catch the zero
2: Kelvin. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I could be totally wrong on that. Um, we did get a couple of super chats. Yeah, I am Lone is it Frog. That yeah, that's a good question. Of course. I, I got to check into that. Yeah. I am Lone Frog says, The lounge <laughs> gives me great cheer. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Douglas Falk sent a super chat of 20. Swedish dollars or whatever. He says, Eru, did you catch the Guardian article regarding the Flat Earth Football Club? And we can talk yes. about that a little bit uh, in, a, nice. in a few seconds because I think that's interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, Wind Rider yeah. said, my best to you and your family. I've learned a lot over the years. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And then Dan Morris said, Mardi Gras in New Orleans February 25th. There'll be plenty of people willing to talk on camera. <laughs> yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. I think if you go outside bars or where people are drunk or at the Mardi Gras, <laughs> you'll probably do pretty well there too. Uh, Quite glad to hear, Sorry.
6: Gotta wear a- we're, uh, yeah, bulletproof
2: best. <laughs> then you know, as I always laugh. We were talking about uh, the Voyager One earlier, and there yeah. was another Cora article recently I read that uh, somebody asked how how has Voyager One reached so far and how is it being fueled? And the answer from this astrophysicist mm-hmm. is it doesn't have or need fuel in <laughs> in space. They don't need nothing. No, in they space, if you, if you fling something fast enough, it just keeps going forever. And that's uh-huh. what keeps it moving. And then lower down in the article, he says, uh, uh, so yeah, both Voyagers will die in about 10 to 15 years. However, they'll still be moving along at just the speed they did before forever. And they won't need an ounce of fuel And not only to do that,
5: them. but mm. remember, General, remember <laughs> that you have the aliens that take the disc that yeah. Carl Sagan plays oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the and they also. come
2: to the Earth. And play the record,
0: right.
5: And play yeah, the yeah. no yeah play the record and then they put it again in the voyager without nasa notice and they come here and create a crop cycle
6: yeah yeah no no they they say they,
5: hey we are looking
6: no they've been watching you guys being the crops uh, crop formation crop symbol in response to the arecibo message okay. right the uh, the one that they say they send it from Are, 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 Arecibo and it has like the alien head with a new DNA in <laughs> a different solar system. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. That's hilarious. Like that's how you know it's total joke. Like the, the one that the, the, and the, But there's something with, with crop circles is going on. People still look at it because it's like it points to some. It's almost like a cue. You
5: know, it's almost like that. Yeah, but it's of... blue bean. It's blue bean. Yeah, yeah. It's this idea to 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 believe in <laughs> aliens. And by the way, we are, what what uh, what we are looking now? It's a telescope balloon launched in the 2018 from Switzerland to Canada with a trip of three months up in the stratosphere and look how the the clouds change and, you know, I mean, of course, they care that you are looking, don't panic, it's just the fisheye lens and the optical, uh, you know, how the the optics behave, but I mean, three months and with a journey from from, uh, Sweden to Canada. But look at that on look a at balloon. The, uh,
6: how different, like you're saying, you know, the the clouds here they're moving way faster. Is this a time lapse very yes, fast Yes, of course. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: I don't know how fast it is because pretty, I just found it and slow, uh, I'm it's sure. not uh, it, it doesn't have mm-hmm. any kind of description. But oh. um it looks uh, like you know, it's on then, the water almost here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Douglas. No, walks we set. are
5: <laughs> Douglas, just at the- Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you, I was uh, going to say Douglas Fox. It's your show. It's Thank your
2: show. you. Yeah, Douglas Fox in another super chat and says Bilu is on the Voyager now, which I don't think. <laughs> I don't be. think that's true because Bilu's Bilu's here in the in the forest. He's down down near <laughs> Iru, hiding in bushes. Uh, <laughs> An, Andrew's SD says a half moon seen from the south is lit on the right. The north will see it lit on their left. NASA deluded people that people see the same moon phase all over the Earth. Their globe model depends on it. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. If I read that correctly, I do think that they lied about the reason why we see uh, the moon opposite. But as anybody can do in their own bedroom, just to, you know, put up a circle on your ceiling, mark one side of it with the letter A, the other side with B, and then put it on the ceiling, and then just walk around your room, and you'll see that uh, all angles will change. If it was a half moon with the bright side on the right, if you walk to the other side, the half moon is with the bright side on the left.
6: Yeah. yeah that's a great exactly. point to demonstrate um, the, this this question of the of the moon and the stars and so on i had to do that uh, with people on the street uh, well, well with a friend mm-hmm. and make that demonstration um, the whole thing with the phases of the moon for me i, and I was thinking about this because the there's a big difference when the moon is on one side, okay, in the new moon, right, uh, it's, it's much closer to the sun, supposedly, right? And on the other side, when it's the full moon is farther from the sun, mm-hmm. right? And there's a big difference there. But then on the midway between those two positions, you don't get a change in the gradient of the power of the light on the moon. Right, you get that peculiar, that very strong divisor, dividing line. It's very, like, clear, right, the, the light of the moon. But uh, it's its intensity doesn't change with that distance, supposed distance change in in the solar system, in their model.
2: No, although I think they would just describe it as it's so minute, right? I mean, if you have the moon on one side and it's you know, 93 million miles from the sun, and then if you had it on the other side, you would only add. Will double the moon distance of five hundred thousand, half a million, so they would just say it's less than a half of a percent right. or something.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thank you, uh, Miguel <laughs> Beaumont for this super chat as well. <clears throat> Go ahead, Iru, uh Continue on. I okay. You.
5: No, no, I just showing this, and something that caught my attention was uh, what what is the night, for example. Remember, Crazy. this is not one day. This is like a full journey. And I never see... Whoa, that's interesting. I never saw night. I don't know that. if they cut off or what happened. That's not you supposed know. to be... You said that's
2: supposed to be the full journey? Or just Supposedly, like
5: Supposedly? A- many months. No, no. Supposedly, it's like a super time lapse of the full journey. Uh, I'm going wow. to trying to find, you know, uh, more information. But I, I, you know, because this was the I, this idea to... Um, clicking and clicking links between links, hmm. between links, uh, that I found, uh, just because I want to, um, you know, like, collect, collect yeah, search about the GPS, um, technology that they use and, and trying to prove that, okay, all these lists exist in real life. Right, right. And, you know, just, you know, going like putting this it... kind of name, I'm uh, start, <laughs> uh, oh. you know, one one
6: question, like on that, um, Norwe- is it Norwegian or Swedish? The the,
5: the Swedish, Swedish, is Sweden to Canada? Supposedly, uh-huh. it traveled. Yeah, it traveled. Yeah, yeah, and and, uh,
6: and and do they have the any images from
5: the thing itself from the telescope? Not not that one, but but. I have here a link pilot because I I'm start searching about the pilot telescope and that was uh, this is the um, uh, it's carried on by uh, okay this is the one of the many telescope that uh, this is the a, a really huge telescope this is the lens of the telescope supposedly and this uh-huh. is another lens and Expensive this is gear. a yeah, this is a mission on to
0: on
5: a balloon. Yeah, everything <laughs> is on balloon. Imagine that. It. Everything it's <laughs> <is> on balloon. <laughs> so they they use all this oh, from like the size of the balloon is huge. And it's not only one balloon. It's a big uh-huh. balloon that carry on like, yeah, it's like a network of two balloons. And oh. when you go here, for example, from to pilot uh, this kind of all these you know space agencies are are linked so for example this was you know if you start to compare this this is you know for the regular public this could be easily a, a satellite you know they treat as a satellite of course they transfer yeah. to the station they package blah 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 it's, blah yeah. and they put it into a balloon and they drop it to the stratosphere, this is one of the pictures, hmm. supposedly, of course, with the fisheye lens and everything, but then.
2: We lost you for a second. You'll be back.
5: Okay.
0: There you go. We, we oh, continue? Good. Here you are.
5: Okay. So, supposedly, this telescope has the ability to map the cosmic background radiation. Hmm. So, it's the same thing as Sophia. You know, for example, you have Sophia mm-hmm. that do every single exactly you know thing that supposedly Hubble uh, does. Right. Uh-huh. So now you have this kind of technology that re- recreate the same technology that supposedly the Cove prove or this all uh, NASA uh, you know prove that. Uh, prove I mean the satellite equipment that supposedly detect the background cosmic radiation but it's mm-hmm. all made with this kind of of course they, they drop it in the stratosphere because they need no atmosphere interference.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. But it's all x
2: and then what happens and when that when that needs to come down they just then take it down and re put it back up or
5: they have the ability to and uh, n- Send into the to the ground in the in the control mode. Mm. They 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 don't Nor need it. to explode the. It. No. They just they just release the. This is the telescope. You know, I mean, it's a really mm-hmm. big. You know, this is if you have all the telescope supposedly in space. Right. You're gonna have. I mean, you're gonna do all this. Yeah. Why would you need that? Every single day you know every mm-hmm. single day you you are you But know,
6: the size the size of the balloon in contrast to to the size of the satellite or the sateloon or whatever it's huge right it was saying 800,000
5: cubic meters
0: no it's, it's like a huge.
5: monster yeah. <laughs> it's it's super super huge and <laughs> poof i i downloaded it from you know i mean from chinese dropping balloons to night you know news uh portuguese uh, Brazilian news with a satellite from NASA <laughs> dropping <laughs> on the roof almost killing a family entirely oh this goodness. is in
1: Portuguese
5: a rural
6: yeah. region yeah close to Sao Paulo it's in São Paulo state
5: Except, well you know what <laughs> this balloon hit the roof and Only 50, 15 minutes later, the NASA engineers and the military are there. Already there. Are there. Exactly. 15 minutes. And this is from 1990s. 1990s. There you have the military in the back. And this is the engineering (laughs) of of university that is linked with NASA and Uh blah, blah, blah. The connector. They send a handler and he runs there. Exactly. I mean, when, when you go back in, in, in the old news, you're going to find uh, phew, mm-hmm. treasures. Right.
0: Uh-huh.
5: And
2: they're, yeah, probably a getting a, this, they're probably getting yeah. a little better at keeping track of them nowadays. <laughs> a little better.
1: So, with that, the cosmic background radiation satellite that you showed, was that either the COBE, the WMAP or the Planck Exactly. Yes. Wow.
5: supposedly yeah I mean and and we talk about this a few times in the past but supposedly uh, I have a like a full like a full uh, in the academic I believe it's uh, for example I like I put cover maybe it's going a um, radiation but supposedly they have you know all these proofs that <laughs> Proves the cosmic background radiation, but everything starts with the Penas and Wilson. Yeah,
6: that's it's a classic. classic. A, you know, here
5: from the ground, <laughs> and immediately, you know, like thirty years later, they prove the prediction from Penzias and Wilson that it's not more than white noise. If you want to see now, or, or the or, or the radiation that the firmament, Big bang. you know, Big exactly. Bang. So they need. That you have real equipment here on the ground detecting something but it's entering in our world and it's reflecting from the ionosphere of fear or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and then NASA came to the rescue and they sent the COBE probe, the WMAPCO and the PLANKS uh, and they confirmed the prediction
6: mm-hmm. and the animation yeah, is the same from the map and plank is the same CGI production there, the same crew Exactly. So
5: mm. they, they, they are like prophets, you know I mean <laughs> because remember that even even this equipment was used to prove the shorts lametre Prediction.
6: Right, right. Or, yeah, they just put that out. It's just a, such a crazy story. Because for me, when I read this, uh, I just they just made it up. They just said this is the, what, what was left from the Big Bang explosion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. Okay, we got it.
5: That's it. Essentially, that's what it is. Yes. And then you have all these talks for professional people, which is a, another way to brainwashing professionals to write their articles. And you know, in the yeah. journals and things like that, but <laughs> they they start assuming all this. And of yeah. course, in some part of their presentations, they need to talk about NASA discoveries because mm-hmm. here, from the ground, you cannot yeah. prove nothing about the heliocentric model. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they have even a, they for have the a big climate... channel,
6: no, no. So yeah, no, go ahead. You know, it's just saying that if you, this is an area that needs study. What you're just looking at here which is a bunch of these lectures that are online from institutes. There, there's one called Institute of Solar Exploration or something. It's, it's NASA linked to scholars, like people who are getting uh, grants and money to, to be writing on these things. And what's happening is exactly what you describe in this pattern where uh, they present something and they, they, they're going with the information that they, there's available to them. You know, they're doing the best they can with the information that's available and they believe it. And it comes straight from NASA. Everything's fed from from NASA. Uh, There's no way around it.
5: It's like the Vatican. You know, I mean, uh, even for the climate change, they use supposedly satellite data from NASA. So, I mean, everything that you can measure here from the ground with autonomous equipment where every scientist could maybe do their work, it's opposite of what the things in outer space said
2: right which keeps everybody in line
5: exactly mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very interesting but um well that you have was no choice. A, a that's the data my, my... that's the
2: data you have to use you have yeah. to use the data from. yeah exactly.
6: exactly you don't
5: have any choice They're And it, yeah. yeah and it's really fun about satellite and all this kind of thing because one of the uh creator of the fantasy of satellite, Arthur C. Clarke, I don't know if you saw this interview where uh, when he laughed about <laughs> you know how the people is going to accept the satellite idea because they they came from the trauma of the second world world. Mm-hmm. Did, did you hear you it? Watch about from it?
6: above, of course, being being surveilled.
5: Yeah, it's a, can, in
6: Germany they don't like that stuff.
5: Still well, not. no, but uh, you, you can I'm going to place only 30 seconds.
3: Okay.
8: Yep. When you first came up with the concept of communication satellites,
3: uh, didn't many scientists think this was a pretty far out and unreasonable idea? Well, it was far out. A rational idea.
1: It was, was. 36,000 kilometers out. He far laughed, out I and mean.
3: unreasonable <laughs> idea.
1: Well, it was far out. It was 36,000 kilometers
3: out. But um, no, not at that time. This was 1945, and the V-2 rockets had arrived, and when my paper was published, the atomic bomb had been dropped. So, at that time, people were prepared to accept almost anything. And I don't think, oh, I don't no. remember any negative criticism. Wow. People were prepared any to any accept at all to tell the truth, mm-hmm. But there's certainly no mm-hmm. feeling this was nonsense. I mean, t- Ten years before, it would have been, but 1945, no.
5: Right oh. in your face.
0: Wow. What the heck?
5: Right he in your face. just says it,
6: like with the fear and propaganda and all the fear and all the trauma that had been inflicted on people before, they were ready to accept
5: anything you throw at them. Anything. Yeah. Wow yeah directly from the horse mouth you know so yeah it's a it's a long long way to the top (laughs) (laughs) if you want to be a flat earther yeah world (laughs) of strange powers
2: so ridiculous the stuff that they convince people it's just like when they take off from the moon and then people ask well where's that craft can we see that craft did it come back it's like no after it connected with the module again they sent it back down to crash on the moon so that that would prove because they left seismology equipment there. And once there was a, they wanted to test that equipment by crashing the thing. on the mm-hmm. uh, Yeah.
6: And then they have a reading and that's really hard to fake, impossible to thank fake. So it must be real.
2: Ted Sommer. Thank you very much. He says, it was awesome meeting you guys at FEIC19. Jaren and Iru. Here's $5 to the Iru swearing fund. So I guess that's <laughs> the highlight of this show is Iru swearing. Thank you. Thank you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank good you. Stuff. Good stuff. Uh I, I hope my English. I hope my English. Uh, it's great. It's still understandable. Nope, okay, okay. Nobody Thank even you. notices. The, one of the last. Yeah, one one of the last showing in Lobbuster, uh a guy uh, complained <laughs> about my English, and uh, yes, I, I sometimes I have bad days, and maybe my my English,
0: <laughs> no, it's,
5: it's a little bit off. Then, okay, so sorry out there to anyone that complained about my by English yeah. and uh, if you probably, want to... I think
6: it's after you've done maybe between 400,000, 1 million words in a day, then your English gets a little
0: Sorry.
2: better <laughs> when you already crossed that threshold of... <laughs> and then Vadim Grigoriev said and here's the money for the Jesuit Fund so oh nice <laughs> <laughs> I think we should we should change the spelling of Jesuit to SH should be Jesuit.
5: Uh Okay, Uh, I don't know if you want to um, stop sharing or uh, we talk Uh, about the conference. Yeah, I want to know
2: just a little bit about the conference. I saw some Skype chats about what happened with the poor pilot. You could probably talk about that. Oh, this is the venue there? Very nice.
5: Yeah, the the, the nice thing about this time uh, was that it was, um, let me just, uh, well, we have our own, you know, flat earth uh, band. Nice. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, going out, uh, it has also in the to, to the sides of the band, uh, stickers and things like that. I, uh, I need to take pictures from the side, but it was really fun to you uh-huh. know, go in the streets of Madrid with that um, stickers. And the nice thing about this time was that we made, uh, of course, we lose a little money. No, not so much, but at the end we lose, lose, uh, it, it not lose, but because it, it's, it's worth it. But right. it only, we was under like $300, something like that, because we rent a theater in the middle of the, you know, most important song, uh, song in Madrid,
0: mm-hmm.
5: uh, because we know that we are going to be 500 people outside in the street <clears throat> during five hours uh that um in the super big theater and right. like it was
6: theater, yeah
5: it's a serious theater in fact uh in in the in this uh, part of the theater when where you can um, see all the shows that uh-huh. are every day all right there is a famous fa- famous youtuber with a million subscribers that uh, it's a um theoretical right. physicist that also <laughs> gives like a stand-up based on the heliocentric model. Mm, fun. Mm. Yeah, and, and get and get love of Flat Earth and, and things like that. So we use the same kind of arena and the theater was really nice. Uh, no super fancy as, uh, you know, the Flat Earth International Conference uh, does or do, uh, but it's just like a regular screen and... Uh, you know, sound equipment, uh, projection equipment, and the rest is just uh, a table, but the, the idea is to bring people, we we all, we just, uh, the, the people pay only uh, $12 uh, for the uh, complete five-hour show, uh, it's everything made by ourselves. You know, we bring the the audio. T- and it was you and Hermanos uh, Baria. And- yes, and also we this time we bring uh, a friend of mine who is this guy stand up here, which is a professor of mathematics, mathematics and physicist uh, in Argentina. Uh, so we bring him because. I I made a lot of things, a lot of hangout in my channel, and he's a really, really intelligent guy, and he he knows this is the beginning of the conference at 9 a.m. and at the end was fill up completely the the theater, so we are really happy to to have 500 people in the middle of Madrid in Spain. Uh, and it's... we called the attention of uh, some big medias also mm-hmm. uh, they one of the media came to ridicule and we you know like we reverse the <laughs> the uh-huh. idea you went because... on counter-attack, counterattack exactly and the guy was uh, pissed off you know because <laughs> they, they don't they, they cannot uh, you know cannot trick us exactly yeah. And then we have uh, another media from Spain that uh, it not only in the conference itself, but before the conference, um, they they do like a full episode on national television about one hour of Flat Earth. Wow. uh, Interviewing me and the guys who helped me to put together the conference, but in the serious mode.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: so that we are waiting to uh, the release date uh, of that
6: so is so that all based on this one conference or did they take more footage and no now?
5: no 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 it was based. it was based of the conference but mm-hmm. we we went to like a special office uh, to do the full documentary and also to the beach and then they finish uh in the conference but they're gonna put these uh three scenarios in the special episode and it's very you know important uh um, tv show it's not just a, like uh you know like, like the
6: main networks kind of thing
5: yeah exactly exactly one of the main uh, uh networks and so we are waiting to see what they presented but we talks about the new world order, the Jesuit with order, the you know NASA, the experimental things that uh, you know that uh, uh, corroborate the flat Earth. But we we talk about everything. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not just the the shape of the earth, but also this you know uh, dictatorial <laughs> way of living that mm-hmm. we are. Right. And so it was it was a really nice conference, and of course. I am not going to make a long presentation about this but after the conference we went to a, a team um a play soccer uh, from Flat Earth mm-hmm. so we go to the official so called stadium it's not uh-huh. the stadium because it's, it's their home, the red, home court kind of thing home yeah b- mm-hmm. exactly because we are the team from third division so we don't have money Experience. to exactly but we have Every Sunday, uh, every every Sunday that that is transmitted live from the stadium, Mm. let me let me call stadium, and it's free for everyone who wants to, um, uh, you know, um, speak over. Hmm? Oh, to make a narrative
6: like to to speak during the voiceover kind of right away, to make the
5: commentary live commentary play by play play or something. Exactly and it doesn't matter you don't need to know the names of the people you don't need to do it in a professional way in fact uh we as uh in the spanish version uh we commentary with uh data that supports flat earth
6: uh-huh. in the middle
5: of the match in the middle yeah. of the match or oh right.
6: example,
5: the, the, wow, that sounds like fun
2: <laughs> in the broadcast you mean awesome. in the live
5: broadcast you're speaking yes. uh-huh and, let, and and of course we are waiting for people in the uh, english community that want to uh do the same thing you know and, and commentary <laughs> mm-hmm. in in english During mode we give the we give the key of uh the youtube channel to do that so yeah let me just do an example for example here one of the uh, not not this one because this was live from the for example this one or others uh, when you
0: presión, eh? when
5: you are um, <laughs> listen no this is really fun and sorry for my English right now but for example when you are uh, looking live the match and for example these guys drop on the floor uh, mm-hmm. we, we start talking about you are an actor now so get up, and some of the guys say, uh, and sometimes uh, we we play like an astronaut uh, ISS uh, trick when the astronaut gets in, you know, everything weird with the cables. So it has that style. And you should the, make
6: some animations, you know, so you can trigger them on your OBS or something and have no, the we astronauts. Have,
5: we have a
0: few. We oh, have a have few
5: animations. Yeah, we have a few animations in the. And remember this, I mean. This is a third-division club, but it's transmitted national wow. in Spain. Uh-huh. So, for example, the, um, the rival, rival, uh, el rival, which is the name in English, Rodrigo? The opponent, the opponent, the opponent people, the only way that they have to follow the match is to connect to our stream. So the opponent uh, gotcha. audience okay, gotcha. listen, uh-huh. listen everything that we talk about with <laughs> NASA, force <laughs> we force it, exactly. So we have this kind of uh, uh, sponsor in this column, uh, we call it the column of truth, of true, because it's in the middle of the live stream. Uh, you cannot avoid it because the only right. camera, the official camera is right there. This is the official camera, right? And this came from the organization of uh, soccer from Spain. The guy right. converted himself in the flat Earth <laughs> because he never
6: He's saw. Hanging out with you, it's impossible. <laughs> hanging out with you, the barriers. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and for example, this uh this is our audience, and it's uh-huh. super live. I mean, really fresh audience. We have. 33 songs to sing. Of course, marking <laughs> the, the, the Mason Right. Yeah, 33 songs. And we have it for in English and also in uh, in Spanish. And for example, we have like uh let me just go a little bit here. Uh for example, we have uh this is a song and, and Spanish has you know a little different rhythm in combination with the pronunciation, but we we song we sing like uh, if you don't jump, you are a mason and a Jesuit, and all the stadium, <laughs> sixty people, <laughs> and in the live stream, we are singing and all the people must to champ because if you don't champ, you are a Jesuit and a mason. <laughs> you know, so it has a lot of things that I cannot recreate. Uh, you know. Uh-huh. Talking in, in English mode. Sorry for that, but it's a really way. It's a really nice way to. troll That's t- it. What, what are you talking about is like one of the chants
6: that the the, the whole fans know and that they sing together. Is that what you're talking about? And and this is one of them. Exactly. Uh huh.
5: Exactly because, for example, the the complete. This is like a, our. Audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
5: uh, so they have a, uh, this guy here, which is really great guy, and we have this megaphone to sing really loud. Because for example, I don't know when the, um, the judge, uh, I don't know which is the name in English, but uh, the, the, the referee, guy, referee. the referee. referee, the referee, you know, uh he, he wants to um cobrar how, how you
6: so to what, what he needs to do, Don't give a penalty or a...
5: yes, he, he you know preep Yeah blow right to use his, uh-huh. yeah he wants to you know say fall and it's not fall. All the people start you know screaming you are like a chestweed <laughs> you so that is the kind of <laughs> that is the kind of thing that so... all all the team and all the environment it's just uh talking about New world order and flatter stuff.
2: That's awesome.
5: <laughs> and it's super awesome.
2: Now man. I wish I would have paid more attention in, in you know to soccer. I've never, I, I like sports. I mean, I guess I, I'm a soccer fan. But uh, you know, in high school, like that was my dream in life was to be a play-by-play announcer for some sport. So I could even do it. Now the problem is I'd have to get to know the terms of soccer a little bit better. If it was a baseball team or basketball team, I could do it tomorrow.
6: Uh, the the yeah. radio announcers in Brazil are, are nuts And uh, the audience, you know, like if a referee makes the wrong call Depending on which stadium he is, I'm pretty sure in Argentina is very similar You know, it's son of a bitch and from there uh, <laughs> worse And it's the whole stadium singing
5: <laughs> And in Brazil would be like, fila da puta, filada It's like the
6: whole stadium, like,
0: screaming
5: <laughs> Exactly, so it's really, well, of course, we won the match at the final moment so it, it, I I know I know there is in Spanish, but uh, you can you can feel the emotion of the voice of the guy who was related and everything screaming. And the first scream you're gonna hear about uh, you know screaming goal is my screaming, but just right, for sharing. And for me, it's something magical behind this because yeah, the guy who, who who this guy, look at the name is this is the the the, the guy who uh, play in the forward uh, part of the field. Pan-, Pan-, Pan Corbo, it's like say Pan from the Goth Pan curve. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, <laughs> So, um, no, it's, it's really, it's a really fun project, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's one of the best do that imagine if you guys have like a NBA, uh, you know, in third division, uh, NBA, oh, uh, it'd be so awesome. I, w- I wish there was
2: something it? like that. I wish there was some, uh, minor league baseball team that was doing the same thing. That would be exactly. amazing. Yeah. Restaurant.
6: Exactly. Yeah, that never happened in the states. Hey, no, no teams yet. But some some venues, I think, some restaurants with the flat Earth theme exist in the states.
2: Yeah, I've seen some, you know, flat Earth pizzas around and some other stuff. I don't know if they're really. There's is.
3: flat Earth flat- pizza in um, Virginia City in Nevada. Right, and, and, the owners um, and of there's that are also flat that F- flat Earth brewery, which I think is in I want to say Michigan, but I'm not sure.
2: I think they denounce mm-hmm. Flatters, though. I, I don't think the Flatters Pizza Place in Nevada. I think they are Flattersers, but I think that the Flatters Brewery—if I—if I remember right off to look it up. And I, they might even have changed their name.
5: Yeah, hmm. but uh, remember, this is professional. Right. I mean, it's in the yeah, lower, make money, the-
6: right? They, 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 have salaries, and uh, exactly. they can go up, right? If they, do they get to play bigger teams, either like they have stadiums and stuff?
5: Yes, I mean, they are in the first, in the lower division that allow you to be part of the professional institution. Mm-hmm. So you don't receive money as a second division team, for example, but you have you, you have transmitted, you are transmitted live uh, national TV. You, you are, you are, you know, uh, you can found it in the tables. In uh, position tables That's of so the awesome. leagues.
2: <laughs> look at Hobby. So, I see Javi Povis in there.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course all, not all the guys that play in the team are flat earther. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course not. <laughs> but I mean so this is a really big project.
3: Nice. Wow Jaron, you're right. The Flat Earth brewery did change their name. Now they're St. Paul.
5: Huh? Yeah they did yeah. change it, huh?
3: Mm-hmm. They did.
2: Yeah. I had, to I had to look, look. <laughs> Yeah, I think because of Flat Earth, they decided to. Change. Now it's St. Paul's Brewery. St. Paul Brewing. Oh, okay.
3: Minnesota, yeah.
2: But I think that the people who do own the Flat Earth Pizza in Nevada are Flat Earthers. I think I've talked to them before.
3: Yeah, they are, and I think actually Shelley is friends with the guy that owns that, mm-hmm. or who she knows him. Maybe somehow. that's where
2: I heard. It. I know I've heard it somewhere yep. or some direction. I don't really know.
3: Oh, what do we what got about there? The place what you,
2: you use the Firmament was it
6: called,
3: Karen? Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's where I had Flatoberfest right. over here in Greenville. The Firmament, yeah. The guy that, that runs that, he's a flat earther.
2: Oh, he uh, is. I didn't know that. I didn't know if it was just called that or whatever. Has no, he had he that is. place for a while? Hmm. I mean, has it been named that for a while? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Actually, I actually think there's a like a few firmaments around the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that name originated because of the flat Earth thing, but I know that the guy who runs this firmament in Greenville, <laughs> Andrew, is a flat Earther.
5: <laughs> nice, awesome,
3: yeah. So
5: it was like a. Dream weekend, really. It was really fun. Of course, with all the because we are, you know, when you do this kind of conference, it's not, it's not about the shape of the earth. You are denouncing the system itself because it's much we more to it, it. Yeah. It's more, exactly, it's more much to it than just the shape of the earth, so when the media the press coming to trying to re- re- ridiculize or things like that they, they get out with uh, brainwashing, you
0: know Ido,
5: all...
6: one, one, one question for you that I think, is it would you say that the crisis like the economic crisis like in in Argentina and in Spain, because Spain had gone to a really bad one uh does that in a way like help for this information? Because you, you have a critique of the system. That's what you're talking about right now, right? To spreading people more open to it because they understand they'd be screwed by the system.
5: The, I believe in Spain itself, they are getting crazy with the parental pin and they came trailing and all kinds of things with the pharmaceutical. Uh, Industry, so they are really open it. And remember that uh, in terms of Europe, uh, Spain has the more population in terms of conspiracy uh, researchers. Of course, you're gonna have the alien researchers, but you, you you also have a lot of people talking real things like chemtrails, like pharmaceuticals, like uh, you know. You name it. So the 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 people of Spain is not like people like living in Switzerland or in Sweden or you know Luxembourg or Norway, England. Uh, you know countries like that. Uh, they have a really big population that are questioning the system uh, right. from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had they had their dictator, which was horrible. Exactly, exactly. But. Uh, you know, I I believe it was a really nice conference. Uh, of course, we have the pilot, but I don't want to talk about it because you don't Chris want to talk Tarras, about the pilot.
6: The most, the most, the core of the whole question.
5: Yes, but of course, <laughs> of yes, I know that, I know that. But really, uh, he has really bad time now because all the people that are trolls start to denounce oh, him. He's been attacked. Yes, uh, trying to send uh, emails to the company, and he he not he come. From himself, uh, he he's not representing even the company of the pilot community. He came like a private pri, private mode, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have free of speech, but the people start attacking him, all Whoa, the trolls start attacking it's him. Crazy. A persecution, a persecution. persecution. So we we I, I get off the part of uh, i take off the part of the pilot in the conference that i put in in my youtube channel so you know uh what what you can say i mean there are sick people out there really really
2: it's just pathetic man i mean nothing bothers me more than knowing there's people out there that you know this guy can't just go to a conference and have a conversation he can't just talk he can't just share experiences that you're not even allowed to do that
0: you know yeah It's crazy. I saw an
2: article yesterday and uh, I don't remember where it was, but it was talking about um, how if you're going to, if you're trying to get a job, you have to remember that everybody's going to search you on the internet. So it said, so make sure you never found saying that you think that the earth might be flat flat anywhere on the internet, because if you do and you then go try and get a job, that that's the first thing they'll see and you'll never get the job. (laughs) It's just, they love putting stuff out there like that in the news. And of course we saw what happened to the pilot that came on Globusters and told us all her experience and her ideas and she was then grounded uh, so again you, you know you, it just makes it difficult and, and that's why I give a lot of respect to anybody who can stand up to that but I understand that many can't it's just something that many people cannot do
7: Yeah.
5: no it's crazy it's, uh, again. it's crazy and and you know he he doesn't matter because I know that all you know tro- trolls out there trying to attack me via the pilot but, mm. I mean, you, you you must be have, I don't know what inside of your something, heart. Something you know, wrong, to huh?
2: Some some coldness or some, I mean, some <sighs> people might call it demonic. Some people might, I mean, there's a million different things you could use to describe it. But it's something sickening that for some reason we don't have.
5: Exactly. Because even the most troll out there, I don't want to even hurt, I don't know, Wolfie 6020. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, I mean, I, Go, go out there and, and talk about whatever you want, man. Enjoy yourself. You are free to do that.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I totally think it's okay to, you know, people can make channels and talk about whatever they want. And if they start talking about things I don't want to hear anymore or whatever, I just don't watch anymore. It's so easy. And yet these people are calling people's yeah, work, but- trying to get them fired, trying to get, I mean, they're trying to affect, imagine, not just that person's life, but all the lives connected, whether they have children, whether they have a wife, whether they have brothers and sisters. It's scary. Exactly. Exactly and sad. I mean, there's just there's no reason to do that to anybody. Why? Why should your intent in life ever be to destroy something somebody else is doing? You know.
5: And and that is why Wolfie, it not used the real name because it doesn't matter if you are in the heliocentric side, but if you are, you know, getting on this kind of uh, fight between flat earther and not flat earther, you can lose your job too. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, and and one thing that we should not forget is that these guys, they only have a channel and they only have something to talk about because guys like us are out there like Jaren and Eden, right they they basically live off this discussion. They have nothing else to say, right And they don't say it even right. they kind of it's terrible what they have to say. We already debunked them as liars from years ago. so, they're still yapping out there, so that, that leads a lot of people to think that they're, they're being paid because there's no other way around it. But still,
5: yeah. Yeah, and, and that is why you need to, you know, uh, you need the support of uh, outside people. Uh, for you know because uh, i i have the the, the 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 lucky that I have my own animation studio and uh, a lot of people help me to you know be a patron and things like that but if not if you are just a regular guy working in the system it's gonna be really hard to put your face yeah. and at some point you need to put your face for the people out there to uh, start question you know or you? not believe you, you but yeah. at least Find something real behind your information.
3: Right. That's why I, when I started, I used my my real first name, and I showed my face because I thought, well, why wouldn't why would I expect anybody to take what I'm saying seriously if I don't even want to, you know, show my face while I'm saying it? At least right. that was my opinion. I know there's and, other and people too. Who, yeah, yeah they're, they're, I know yeah. there's other people who don't do that for whatever reason. But for me, I was just like I had. If if I really want to be honest about this, and I really right. want to show people that I, you know, stand behind what I'm saying, well, then I'm gonna show my face and I'm gonna look people in the eye when I say it.
2: Right. And there's a lot of globers out there that won't do that.
3: Exactly. And the yeah,
2: majority of them. Right.
3: And granted, I mean, I, compare I,
6: that just to compare that just to how NASA presents itself like they don't do that they script it all the time there's a huge difference if you actually look you know the kind of discourse that karen's talking about when you go on and you just speak your mind straight on you don't ever see no do you this. don't get that especially you don't do that.
2: astronauts definitely are like script readers they have to toe the line you don't hear anything new you don't hear anything yeah. personal
4: mm-hmm. and you really exactly. have repeat and uh, repeat yep yep but our side is the side of authenticity,
2: right? And honesty. I'm just giving honesty. You know, I'm just giving my honest opinion. And, and the sad, the sad thing is, is that people, because you give a, an opinion differing from the mainstream, want to not only just attack you on the internet, but in real life as well.
5: That's the problem, exactly. And uh, for example, when I see when I see uh, this kind of it's conference, criminal, eh? do
6: not forget that it's criminal. Sorry, sorry, either. just had, had to yeah. jump in there because we, we we tend we tend to think that this is normal. Yeah, it's okay, but it's not okay. Like if it was someone, who, if it was because of a race or religion, it would be outright racist or whatever persecution. And in our case. It isn't. I don't know why, and, and it's bizarre.
2: It's so isn't. bizarre. If you watch them, if you, you watch anything in the them. mainstream, all they talk about is inclusion, right? Inclusion this, inclusion that. Everybody <laughs> has a voice. You can, you know, <laughs> if you want to call males, females, and females, males, and you can, you can do all that because it, you have to be inclusion, and there's, you can't send anybody out. But then the second that flat earther comes up, oh, those people are different. Those people can be smashed on. They can be made fun of. Uh, that's okay. That's we don't need to include those people. Okay.
0: But I think a lot
6: of people don't, don't do that. I think a lot of people actually, they understand at this point. I think this is a strong point we have. And I think a lot of people get this. But it, and, and it is the more we point out and show kind of like that troll that came after Nathan, you know, that we expose that kind of behavior, the more people have to stop and think, you know, is this the, the right way to interact? And so, you know, you've been trying to speak for a while.
5: Yeah, and, and, and of course, when I saw this kind of conference, and that is why we, we put the price very low, like, uh, 12, well, it was $15, dollars, but uh, uh, for us it's only 12 because the, the rest is taken by the webpage that uh, helped to organize the thing. But, I mean, it's just paying for have, like, a, uh, like a meeting for, for, for Flat Earth, because if not, it's impossible to do this kind of thing. It's like saying, okay, we, uh, we're going to have a dinner. Uh, a special dinner for flat Earther in some restaurants okay how much 10 bucks okay let's go and this is the only way that we have to because the important of this is how you're going to c- call the attention of the mass media with right. youtube videos only then they no, get you away need with saying, a football team right. a conference meetings you know whatever is in in your in your hands Right, you can't just stick to the YouTube thing
2: because then they can just say these are just crazy ideas on YouTube.
0: Exactly,
5: you need to show 500 people on the street, 20, you know, people on the street, whatever you need to get to real life, get out from just. Uh, of course, YouTube is great, and we have communications, you know, uh, in our daily basis. But for you know, quote unquote, real event, you need it to de- to do real events.
4: Yeah, Jaron, you made such a good point. I was just sitting here thinking about it. How crazy is it? I could identify as a velociraptor, and that's cool, but if I have a different cosmological understanding, I should be shunned from society.
2: Absolutely. You shouldn't be allowed in any conversations. You shouldn't be allowed to get a job. You should, If you have a job, you should lose it. If you have any family members, they should hate you. This is the mainstream uh, idea, at least that they try and push. And I agree with what Rodrigo said. I don't think a lot of people feel that way but i think that that's definitely the way the mainstream plays it it's definitely the way the news plays it and then again i keep talking about this idea that once you hear things over and over again uh, no matter who you are it just it starts to resonate and it starts to become part of your belief system so when you say over and over again these things it's just what people start to feel and that's why you know when they talked about flat earth in in school or whatever if they brought it up it was just flat earth is ridiculous anybody who believes it is ridiculous it's an old antiquated idea We've discovered all these things now, and then they just move right past it. They won't discuss, talk about it a million times. They're not going to have sixth graders where they say, okay, half the class try and prove it's flat. Half the class try and prove it's round. Let's go out and do some testing and experiments. They're just not going to do that. They just they don't want that. They want it just as flat earth is a dumb belief. People who believe it are dumb. And now we see that popping up in the media every single day. I could show you article after article after article after conversation. All it says is constantly attacking calling somebody else a flat earther, they have flat earth views. The only one I see mixed up in it as much is flat earth is one. The other is global warming, right? <clears throat> and the other is, um, uh, anti-vaxxers. Vaccines. Yeah. Vaccines. Yeah. Anti-vaxx. <laughs> Those are the three that, uh, they'll use in perpetuity. And, you know, it's so funny cause I forgot what article I was reading, but somebody said, I think it was on RT or somewhere, but they just pointed out that, The quickest way to get somebody to not believe you is to make belief in something mandatory, right? And that's that's what they do. They make, you know, global warming. If you don't believe it, it's mandatory that you believe it. And then, you know, I don't know what they're thinking because what that's leading many people who have realized that the media is telling lies is to start questioning those things. Like, wait a second, why are they pushing it so hard? Uh, if it's just, oh, science has proven that there's global warming and it's man-caused, man if that's the case, then you should just be able to sit back and let those things come to fruition. But the problem is they're making faulty ideas or w- when it will be enough. Oh, in 10 years, we won't be able to live on Earth anymore. Oh, it's a climate hysteria. It's a climate yeah. crisis. Yeah. And, go ahead. And
6: why don't they ever get, off, get over flat Earth, Right. That's the other thing. Why don't they get over this? It's like, is it a fashion is going to take so long? Now they're going to always have to be referred to someone as a flat earth. You know what I'm saying? Like it gets old, but it doesn't get old because they're desperate and they cannot stop. And I I think David's on the call.
2: Oh, we have joining us deep inside the rabbit hole. And he's somebody who is, you know, against this. He's a flat
7: earth. (laughs) He's a flat earth. uh, I just wanted to comment. Thank you, please. That, um, (laughs) that, the, the, you were just saying a few minutes ago, you know that the scare tactic they use, saying, you know, don't ever say the Earth is flat because you'll never get a job. That right. that's per- that's just a scare tactic. Five years ago, um, that was a lot more true than it is now. Um, flat Earth is growing so fast. Did you see Robin's video? I put it on the app the other day about what happens if everybody wakes up one person a year. Did you did you see the stats oh. on that? No. If you you know, and he used different variables, either ten million flat earthers, whatever. If everybody wakes up one person a year, in like five years, there's a billion people that know the Earth is flat, right? But um, I'm waking up more than one person a year. If everybody wakes up, you know, one, you know, two, two people a year, it's ridiculous. It's just a couple of years. So we are getting to the point now where. You might want to say the earth is flat so you can get hired by a company that's run by a flat earther. <laughs> all uh-huh, right? That's because, nice, yeah. Yeah, and it, it the tables are turning, and uh, that may be why they're trying to pull every uh, trick in the book they have right now to derail society. But I don't think it's going to work because they can't do it without us all agreeing and giving them tacit permission.
2: Yeah, there's uh, another article too. And Dave, you're totally right. That article was just simply a scare tactic. I mean, that's why they put it in yeah. there. you know, Be really careful about what you say online. And then they have to point out specifically, uh, flatter- imagine all the other things you could say online that should make you a little bit questionable for maybe getting a job or something. But no, the only thing that they had to put in there by name was really the flat earth belief. But-
7: just think about this. Think about this. We All, all of us flat earthers, we actually think as compared to Globers that just believe indoctrination and refuse or have the inability to think, right? So, But this is the way it's been people. I'm not saying that we're smarter, but we're smarter, okay? So <laughs> we are a more employable group. Like, if I want to pick somebody to that I need to be in a, a position where I need them to create and to think and to work out details – who am I gonna hire, glober or flat earther? A glober that went to Harvard or a flat earther that got a GED? I'm gonna go for the GED flat earther because he's way smarter than the Harvard indoctrinated poor soul.
5: Yeah, give me a job now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me too. Anybody and you else have hiring, it, David. You call. have the t-shirt and the cough, right? Uh,
7: not cuff. I, I don't know which scarf. is the name the of scarf, of, scarf, 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 scarf. Yeah. It's so, a little uh, small for me. It might fit you well.
5: Well, why you you buy a small?
7: Uh, I didn't buy it. It was size. a gift. It was, ah, a, it was it was a Christmas gift with my unicorn sweater.
5: all right right. Okay. Okay.
7: I'm going so. trying to to bring you a uh, a
5: decent T-shirt so you can use in your in your live interviews with. Uh, nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <good>. And for <laughs> David, you too. David, yeah. Thank well, you. I, I would like I, one, yes. I, re-
6: I remember, David. I remember that you say you, you used to say that, for instance, if you go to New York. You talk to anybody on the street; they don't even know about Building Seven, and they
7: believe the official source. Nine nine out of ten people in yeah. New York, in Manhattan, don't know about Building Seven.
6: Right, but but you say that if we wake up one person a year, then that will be you know uh, there's no way they can win. So that's slightly there's more optimism.
7: Right? Well, it, it, it's you know here's the thing you know the the conversion rate from. Flat Earth back to the globe is essentially zero. Um, you know, only if you have a massive brain trauma and have a gun pointed to your head do you switch back to the globe. Um, <laughs> the yeah, but the you if you look at it, day, like you if you look at you the.
3: Right?
7: Well, I was just using that as as, you know, as an example of when people say, "Well, how do you trick so many people?" You know, you can't keep a secret. People are so brainwashed they can't even tell you know that people in Manhattan don't know about building 7 so you know keeping a secret is pretty easy in a dumbed down fluoridated world um but i see, but we all see it um if you if you haven't seen the video it's on uh, it, go into the app go into the archive and it's just from a couple days ago it's the one with the chart watch it robin does a great job it's on lift lifting the lid uh, youtube channel he has uh, he has it on his channel also um, it was really
5: you... nice. A guy from Ireland came to the conference uh, just for show me the app of the Flutter Clock in his nice. phone.
2: <laughs> nice. Tyves I sent a picture.
5: I sent a picture in the comment uh, of the Skype. Yeah.
2: I think I saw it. No, the other thing I was reading, there's a an article I saw by some website called the Stanford Advocate or something. But this guy's making his predictions, his prophecies for 2020 and beyond. And one of the things he puts in here that, of course, they uh, love to throw in there is he says, uh, and with so many conspiracies riling the sheep from the deep state to the claim that the Newtown massacre was a liberal hoax aimed at embarrassing the NRA, I predict that the next nexus of pseudoscience and paranoia in this world will be flat earthism. In a country where large numbers of evangelicals believe the universe to be less than 7000 years old, between 6% and 20% of the population think that the moon landing was fake news and 25% of Americans think that the sun goes around the earth it should come as no surprise that flat earthers will be 2020s version of creationist mormons and scientologists so that's one of his predictions for the 2020s so again why are they putting that in there because they know it's going to be coming up more and more and more and if it was so ridiculous and such nonsense then believe me it would not be something that would somebody would be predicting would be around for the 2020s and will become 2020s version of creationist mormons and scientologists sorry
7: dave go ahead you know if you have if you have an idea about something you know not just whatever it is and it's ridiculous someone's going to point out that it's ridiculous and then it's dead it's over it, it just ends we're still here we're growing you know there there is nobody has crushed the flat earth if anything we've crushed the We have the team beyond beyond belief and, with, we shares, football, shares, football shares, and we have a football football team
2: yeah we have a football team
7: Just like Dave is
4: saying, the problem is for them is that once people unplug from the box is what I say, once they realize the lies about the earth, they're not going to go back. So they have to prevent it from the jump. Absolutely.
2: That's what I've said. That's the biggest problem. The, The second that you even consider it, the second that you sit down and say, let me look into this a little bit, then it all starts flowing downhill from there. Then all of a sudden you're finding all these errors. And we hear the same thing from everybody. It's like what we heard from Austin when he tells us his journey i mean austin told us the same thing we've heard from everybody right that they hear it they think it's ridiculous and then they have to go prove it to themselves and they go start searching for images of the earth then they realize all the images are different they're all cgi then from there it just all crumbles and that's why i think the same thing is true with the moon landing this is why they have to put such a big push on making sure you call anybody who believes the moon landing was a hoax as a you know ridiculous idiot a simple you know simpleton why because it is if that's revealed, once people realize that they can be lied to on a large scale, imagine how everything that we've ever seen as far as structure in this in this country at least would just fall apart. And I've heard people say, I don't remember if it was on a show Dave did or somebody said, yeah, but what would happen if everybody uh, found out that the Earth was flat? Life would still go on. We'd still all go to work the next day. Oh, you nope. The, yeah, you could think that. <laughs> and it may last a week. It may last two weeks. But everything that we know will crumble. At least all these... Yeah, but-
5: but. With that line of thinking, what, what changed my life if uh, an asteroid, uh, we discover a new asteroid mm-hmm. or we discover a new planet? Right. Uh, yeah, we still, yeah, I need to still, still go to work. work tomorrow. Yeah, that, that is You accept point, that, that article.
6: Yeah, that, that point resonates with people that I know who, you know, didn't have any beef on cosmology, weren't thinking about anything. And you know, they were always looking at the newspaper articles talking about astronomers giving these data that make absolutely no practical difference in daily life and that's one of the things that for them it was uh, one one bit of information that led them into other bits and finally they, they were transformed as well because there's no way back as we know it so
5: i need to stop sharing now janan
2: okay yeah if you're done go
5: ahead and maybe i need to abound it the the show uh, because here is a, a little late I, i'm gonna still here yeah. but if no you problem. don't see me <laughs> anymore it's because i need to uh shoot down the the computer
2: no problem yeah we've got uh, we're already at three hours pretty close anyway but uh
5: hey, I, I, was, I was gonna say something uh jaron yeah. and,
6: and maybe david wants to chime in because um there's been some you're talking about predictions right there's been some predictions. <laughs> There's this guy, and David, I don't know if you want to explain it, but I, I listened to the whole thing on on Project Veritas.
1: What? Which and thing?
6: On the the Brazilian guy that sends the letters to for. Oh yeah, thing.
7: yeah, yeah. So so that's interesting. Um, that you know, this guy for those of you that don't know makes a lot of predictions, and he actually sends letters to world leaders telling them. And he has, apparently, an amazing track record. So this is going to be an interesting week because <clears throat> right now <clears throat> we have the the coronavirus that's going to wipe out all of mankind in the next two months. Um, <clears throat> we, we have a massive false flag event scheduled for 7 p.m. on August – not August, February 5th if. in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. so So here's – there's two things that could happen or three things is on August fifth I mean February fifth, why right? I keep saying August, um, there's a massive attack and everything changes because like how did this guy know? And you know, and we have another nine eleven on our hands, crazy, and who knows what'll happen after that, the world will go into a panic. Um or it won't happen, which means he's full of it, or just the fact that we spoke about it made it not happen. We'll never we'll never be able to prove that. You know, so it's just a, a thing that I believe that, you know, when we expose something that's going to happen, it doesn't happen. Like all of these false flags, all of these hoaxes, they do these simulations. And if people notice it, they just finish the simulation. <clears throat> if they if they um, if the AI or whatever's monitoring goes, nobody's noticing. They make it live and they make it real. So there's there's really no way for us to prove that. So um October. Uh, not that I'm. I'm not scared. I, I I can't get my dates right. February. February. February fifth. Um, will be a very interesting day to see what happens. Um, yeah, he said
6: fifty people may die, and he has had some some predictions that were even better than the record. Uh, like in in some cases where airplanes that he predicted disasters.
7: I have. I have he zero. Had I have zero fear in any of this. You know, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. And it's either it's going to, you know, it, it's definitely orchestrated. So, you know, 9-11 happened. Was it real? Well, it happened and the effects are real and the buildings are gone and there's a lot to it. But, you know, what is the definition of real? You know, it wasn't what they told us what it, it was. And anybody <clears throat> with a half of mine um, knows that. So, um. My, you know, and if someone said if I had to to take a guess at why all of this is going on, because just like Robin said uh, in his video about uh, what's happening with with the flat earth awareness, people are waking up Uh, there. The the elites rule over this world of sleeping people is coming to an end unless something changes. What could that be? Who knows? Turn the power off. That'll do it. Um, You know, but I don't believe that they can do anything without our tacit um, approval. And mm-hmm. we will be talking about that tonight. Uh, not tonight, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. on Russian Vids channel. We're going to do a short live stream, yeah, hopefully right. less than five hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that
7: kind of short stream. Nine, okay. 9, p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern? 9 p.m. Eastern on Russian Vids uh, YouTube channel. Russian Vids, all one word.
2: That'd be awesome, Dave. I can't wait for that. Russian. Uh, yeah.
7: So we got we got a lot to talk talk about.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you guys do. And uh, you know, one thing I, I was just thinking about what Iru was talking about earlier with all the um, cartoons and stuff. Have you seen how how ESA has an actual not an actual but a cartoon alien that teaches children about space? Uh-huh. You've seen Baxi.
7: Jesus. What's
2: the name again? Foxy. Yeah. Baxi, yeah. Um, Paxi, yeah, Yeah, right?
7: I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This,
2: this <laughs> thing here. Oh, you guys aren't seeing my screen. I guess I should do that. And there,
7: and there. That thing, right? Isn't that the one that that they yes. beamed in? That's the little yep. that stuffed animal that they beamed in, and she grabbed it. Yeah. L- um, let me yeah. ask you a question. That single scene where the where the woman astronaut reaches up, and they even made the beaming in noise, and right. it and <laughs> boom, it appeared, and then she was able to manipulate it. Doesn't that negate NASA 100% just that single scene?
2: Well, it certainly tells you that it can be faked and that it's you can just edit anything in whenever you want. Right? And if
4: they fake it, that means they're lying.
2: Right. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, anytime you're using it, it just shows that you can. Uh, I mean, somebody might watch that thing and if they wanted to prove that, you know, things could just manifest in the air, they could say, well, there's no cut there.
8: <laughs> Earth is not alone. So yeah, this it is, is just one this is of Paxi. Planets that orbit the sun. Oh, let's have a look at them. Let's
2: look at the planets.
8: The four small rocky planets closest to the sun are Mercury, Jesus, Venus, and then so Paxi. Nice the alien flies around. Of gas, isn't it
0: gas?
6: <laughs> well, at
8: least they, they show the Neptune. other side oh.
6: of
2: Jupiter. Thank you. Yeah, at least they did really that. Cold. And then there's this one that teaches children about uh, Rosetta and Comets, uh, how we land on them.
8: Hi there, I'm Paxi. Hi, Paxi. And I come from a far away planet. <laughs> I came to Earth to meet you and tell you about I my I mean, think space. about how
2: bad that is showing that to children. I Adventures. came from a far away planet Are to show you, ready you all this to stuff. Meet a bee. Bee. Yeah, what difference with oh. an angel?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's so ridiculous. Are Up there, we go. look at the curve. The curve.
5: <laughs>
8: what makes Comet so beautiful is a bright tail.
2: <laughs> and why do they have tails? Why?
5: Why doesn't the Earth's you know? T- because tail fly it's off. a sounding oh. rocket with oh. Oh. barium <laughs> strontium <laughs> right, exactly. release.
8: Exciting! Exactly. <laughs> wow, it goes faster. My counter says more than a 100,000 kilometers per hour. Oh, boy. That's about 30 times faster than the fastest air <laughs> Before Jeez. heading in again for another loop. Oh. And again. And again.
0: Forever.
8: They're so saying so that the comet's, comet's going faster than, uh, than an take airplane.
2: 30 times Measure the size
8: than. of the comet oh, and do a lot of experiments. Yeah. Look how
2: the thing's just driving
8: Use around taking to pictures. It's <laughs> big, with its solar panels... <laughs>
4: Oh, boy. Hey, Dude, this is criminal.
5: It is bad. It is Completely. Really bad. It's scary. You, that if if you think this is criminal, is because you didn't see the propaganda from Russian with the Sputnik for childs
0: <laughs> Oh,
2: that was bad. That's criminal, man. <laughs> For children, oh, for long children. time I mean.
8: ago, when your planet was young, long before the dinosaurs and even life and plants appeared, many comets hit the earth. A true bombardment. Believe me. Oh,
0: believe now, me. He-
8: oh, me. Wow. You're time, gonna die. The dinosaurs, and I want to hear the believe me again. Appeared, many comets oh. hit the earth. A true bombardment. Believe me. Now, my <laughs>
0: wow. Believe
8: that is me. insane. Believe me, says
2: the alien wow uh, this, could you like,
8: this?
6: programming how could you not believe away. the alien
8: and even the basic building blocks of life this is the material or molecules that make up animals and plants oh rosetta is helping them find out if water in the oceans and the seeds of life carried to earth
2: i don't know what kind of accent is terrible <laughs> oh boy you
8: will be closer towards them to comets brought water and help start life on earth how exciting! Oh
2: boy, thank you, Paxi. Oh goodness, oh, terrible, terrible. What about
6: the two antennas with the you know, three balls? I guess they have there.
2: I don't know it's just, you know, the whole alien stuff. I mean, it's everywhere. It's so sad. And then you know, science likes to pretend like they don't like that. They, you know, oh no, we don't have any proof of that or whatever. But they they love to talk I about mean, them. They have a whole entire telescope arrays like SETI in those places dedicated specifically to it. So don't act like you have nothing to do with it. Especially, I mean, this is ESA. Yeah. This is, you know, this is supposedly science right here. Such. A and joke. for
5: example, now you have the, in some airports, in some shopping malls, uh, you have the alien zoo dinosaurs for child. What? They combine, and I showed that in, in my alien conference. Soup. They, they combine dinosaurs, but with alien heads. What? That's crazy oh, totally and the other sense. thing for example one of the most ridiculous thing that i ever seen in television <clears throat> commercial television it's uh for example for for the old quote-unquote old women out there they are selling anti-gravity cream no. <laughs> for the face oh god, and not just anti-gravity but they also have Anti-gravitational waves. Cream. Oh, <laughs> with that no. one, with that, yeah, uh. with that slogan. I'm not choking. In wow. the in the
6: cream for the face. In the
5: cream. is wow, <laughs> we, we have the highest technology out there. We have anti-gravitational waves. I oh, wonder if me we can. Believe me. for your face.
2: Can we make some money on believe anti anti matter cream? That's what I'll, I'll make. No, that That, <laughs> that won't work. Oh. Please.
5: You, they ru- have you rub too much on it. You oh,
2: Parts your please. face disappear. Oh my goodness!
6: It remind reminds me of Virgin Again, which was a cream from the 90s, I think.
0: Virgin Again. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> up. What are
5: you talking about? I mean, I have a gravitational <laughs> wave in my face. <laughs> what the hell
0: are you doing? <laughs>
2: Oh, man. It's so sad. It's really sad. Oh, boy. Yep. well, I should show that again real quick. Uh, just one more time just for those who may be just tuning in. It's another Friday lounge. We've got a bunch of good panel members, but these are some upcoming meetups. And if you have questions on any of those, email flatteredflyers at gmail.com, and Nathan will get back to you. And then also... Uh, Karen, one more time, just tell us what's going on in the first since it's tomorrow.
3: Yeah, the first. Tomorrow in Greenville, South Carolina, at a brewery called Birds Fly South, there will be a meetup, a flat earth meetup starting at around four, between four and five p.m. So just show up around that time if you want to come hang out with us. So there should be a bunch of us there. Be a good time. Kids and and dogs are welcome.
2: Oh, yeah, that's the good part. Very good. Yeah.
3: Very dog friendly here in um, the Carolinas, so yeah,
2: that's good. Did you guys see? Uh, I don't remember which Skype chat I saw this on. Did you see the supposed zoom in? Yeah. Did you I see sent this
6: out? It was uh, Louisa showed me this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the Dutch uh, uh, main, kind of mainstream news. So this and, is supposed uh, to be
2: yeah. this is supposed to be the sun. Mm-hmm. Correct. This is a zoomed in telescope from Hawaii filming the sun. Iru, have you seen this?
3: The time lapse of the sun surface, yeah. Yes.
5: If you type uh, cellular, 3D cellular noise, you're going to have that kind of thing. thing. (laughs) Same thing. Exactly. With the gradient map on it, and you have the same thing. Change it. The real, man i think you don't pay attention the real sun was shown by disney okay?
2: <laughs> i did i know I, forgot. And I showed
5: that at the beginning of the show i'm sorry i, I forgot that
2: right, right 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 see how things escape me so quickly yes oh there we go yes um oh, beautiful sun uh and then i saw this article did you guys see this one new york requires citizens to obtain a stargazing permit to admire stars in public parks what will they think of next? Nope, that's right. You read it right. In New York, you must pay for a license to look at freaking stars. So. Wow. Just
4: to walk with your head down?
2: Yeah, how dare you? Don't you dare look up.
3: How do they enforce that? <laughs>
7: right. so, so stupid. I, I'm guessing, listen, it, this they, so they make stupid. these articles to make us react, but it could probably be just like a groomed lawn area, you know, like certain camping areas, mm-hmm. and... To, you know, if you want to go in there at night, you need a permit because people are just going in there and drinking beer and making a mess. So they've cordoned it off you know, and made it permittable. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. It's horrible. It's Stupid. ridiculous. But that's probably their excuse.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure they have something. But uh, yeah, and then what else did I have that I was going to talk about? Um, no, we looked at that. We looked at that. We talked about Flowers here. Oh, just I think there's some good work coming out by The Plain Truth. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen some of these videos. This is the one where he does a Foo Fighter song. I don't know if I want to play that. I don't know if you can get copyright on that. But uh, here's another one. Uh, do you even Ether Band, bro? But Etherband, I don't know if that's the best <laughs> description of what's going on. But really, he does a lot of good work. He's showing a lot of observations like these. Um, where, you know, kind of the same thing we were talking about last time, right? Like here, this whole thing. Oops. Where is it? I thought there was a video of the... he's talking about that
6: what's the zone of
2: yeah he calls it an ether band but I mean we've all been talking about it and you know I know Wendell could describe it as well that sometimes it's there it was there when we tried doing mirror observations at the Salton Sea Um, sometimes it burns off a lot better at night so we're able to do some laser observations Uh, this is what I was going to show here There it is. do do people understand what this is I mean Iru, what is going on here (laughs) do you know yeah. Uh, it's
4: anti-gravity, bro. Yeah, I mean, that, this is yep. what you know. People
2: will try and call this looming or whatever, when really it's not. It's simply the boat on the water. Yep, it's that simple.
6: In, in the distance, and and that being mirrored under, you're getting you're losing. They're getting that angle right in the water, and the boat is at that distance.
2: Yeah, and then the you know the water reflects the sky, and so you get that on the top portion. Um, he Shows it again, or right, I keep using it. Where did it go? Oh, I'd be able to. Yeah, there we go. There it is, right there. Come on. Go a little bit further so I can pause it. Come on. There we go. Missed it again. There. Pause. <laughs> no. Can't get it. Uh, and there. Pause. Go ahead, Dave.
7: I'm pretty sure that that, the, that video of the sun is just a close up of a boiling pot of peanut brittle. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> so it's good. I mean, we've been talking about this forever. That uh, you know, he, he discusses it real well in a couple of these videos, talking about uh, you know what happens below this line. So I think what a lot of times happens is when we try and do mirror observations, that can fight through this a little better than anything else can. But also, it makes it very difficult, especially if you're trying to look across, you know, <clears throat> like we were 28 miles or 35 miles. Anything down here? Imagine somebody's down here at the beach and they're trying to flash you with a mirror. You might be able to see it through this. Uh, But often you can't, you know, if you tried to zoom in and pick up a person standing here, you're not going to see it. Of course, Globers will just immediately claim a victory and Mm -hmm. say that that's because of the curvature of the Earth. But we've been showing forever that uh, that isn't the case, that there is a vanishing line, and then everything below that is just a mirrored image. You lose, this is all water, you just lose it. As
0: I'm sure
6: And I think some of the best ones are, um, you know, that, what is it, reality, observable reality has one that... It actually looks at the boat going away. So you, you see the whole process of the boat uh, starting to even appear to be flying um, right. as it goes away. But you see it from before and you see it going away and then you see the whole thing happening. And at some point, even it looks like there's a ship in the air, like uh, just flying in the air.
5: Yeah. So- yeah and, and we still have the Chitola Media 1 observation from 10 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, you know um, passing three times the prediction of the globe without any kind of this atmospheric distortion this is very clear that that is why the NASA papers recommend you to not take into consideration the first 20 degrees above the horizon when you do this kind of observation
0: mm-hmm.
2: right because of this is lost um, here so if you're trying to see somebody across this body of water and let's say they're down here at the beach uh, you know, you're going to zoom, and you're not going to see it. Why? Well, because this is just a reflection layer of everything above. Yeah. You know, so you're not able to see down here.
6: And that uh, changes according to changes the according right?
2: to weather, can, according to day or night. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it changes, and that's what we're showing when we go out to the Salton Sea, and when sometimes you can observe it, and sometimes you can't. Uh, of course, Globers would go out there and they would just wait for the one day like uh, National Geographic did where it's June and it's the Salton Sea and it's 115 <laughs> degrees and they get there late. And then you get this uh, mirroring and you can say, oh, this boat's over the curve. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not over the curve.
5: No, and that's why the, the nice thing about the Chitolan observation is that he's pointing down the camera because right. he's really high up. Right. And you don't have these mirage uh, ca- yes. uh, caused by the angle of attack of the camera. That that is what it said exactly in the NASA paper about uh, of astronomical observation. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you know globers think that you know this is that's mirroring you know the the background like uh, you know this, uh, but this is water here. We know that. The boat sitting in water it 's not being lifted it 's not anything. This is just where the water line is.
7: The actual yeah. boat is looming yeah
6: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> one of the one hey. of the things that that just said that, that I think is is quite interesting when you get these observations from above they're quite striking they're more even more in, not not interesting but more convincing. Because you don't have uh, this going on here, but so I remember, you know, from Dubai, for instance, when you see, you know, from the distance that the big building and how the horizon is so flat, so far, and um, and there's a few other ones that they're kind of this above, like like you mentioned, Jay Tolan um, and and the Chicago skyline is another one that's from above, kind of the famous one. So there's yeah, it's interesting.
7: Hey, I, I've got a, a, a shout-out request. Shout-out request. There's response. so many people with P, P900, P1000s out there um, trying to do observations. And as you always claim, Jaron, you know, these tests, these physical tests are are much harder than they look. As, you know, in the movie, the, your, the problems that you had. And just what he's doing here. He's at the beach. He's got to bring his tripod. He's got to bring his gear. He's got to have batteries. He's got to count on the conditions. Um, you know, the weather changes it's a big pain in the neck but if somebody with a p900 a bunch <laughs> of batteries um and a good tripod can go to a um hope a, a, a lake is better than an ocean but an ocean is fine also and look across like uh jason lingren was talking to me he took uh um he was filming across um the louis the, train. The, where the bridges, and um it's yeah yeah and it's like 35 miles And uh, he's got some very interesting pictures, but he wants to do it on a whole bunch of different days to see how they vary. The key thing is the one video that we have, that Skunk Bay footage, which the guy did a time lapse over um, a body of water. And we see the horizon go up and down in the buildings. Anybody that can get a time lapse, like an all day time lapse, not an easy request. You got to have the batteries. You got to have the time. You got to have the weather right. You have to, you know, you have to be there. You have to monitor it. You got to bring food the whole thing yeah, that is a definitely an all-day thing. thing it's an all-day thing with equipment with you know focus and but if anybody can get that that is a globe killer because if you have a clear day and you get there early in the morning and film all day long you're gonna see mm-hmm. stuff that will be <laughs> undeniable um yeah. uh you know for in our in our defense so and if
6: they can get the sun in the meantime with it they'll be you know, amazing as well
7: yeah i mean if, if you're doing a sunrise whatever if, if the uh, if the sun's coming overhead and you get you're only gonna get the sun for half the day but that's fine let it go um and uh and just have that camera steady and looking across and uh it, it'll be amazing speed that yeah, up we, we, and you have just, amazing proof it's a lot more yeah, difficult one thing than with the think.
6: sunsets and sunrises that Jeremy was talking about is that you want to be there way before the sun's rising and you want to stay after the sun has set for a while until you don't have any more light in the sky so you it, can observe yeah, the whole those process. ones are tough
2: those are the ones in australia or new zealand that we've been asking for but i understand that's tough but what dave's saying too is so true i mean it's just way more difficult than people think to go out here and do what these guys are doing. You have to have power, like even if you're gonna do an all day time lapse, like Dave was saying at Skunk Bay, I mean you've gotta power your camera the whole day.
7: Yeah, you you're gonna to need to have four, five, six batteries, you to need to have yeah. a charger, you to need to have electric source, you're gonna need a bathroom, you're gonna need food, the whole thing. Right. Or fast all day.
0: Yeah,
6: if you're doing just if you're doing video time lapses, it's more consuming and also you need the S D cards. Oh,
7: you but need if it you're right, you have to unload the cards, you gotta do the whole thing. It's crazy.
6: But if it's if it's a GoPro, uh, doing a picture time lapse is it's a little bit easier, but I'm not sure you, you're gonna get the same quality. Um, I've done a few that you just leave the camera and forget about it and and you get a good result. but, but, but um, how long
2: how long does your GoPro it, stay powered for?
6: If we doing something like this, it will stay for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it hours and hours.
7: Oh, I have um, I have one of those battery packs with a, a, one side a solar panel. I can plug it into my GoPro and it'll go all day. Hmm. Um, the GoPro will go all day if it's sunny, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, on that on that external pack. So, nice. but th- that's you know, a GoPro again. There's lots yeah. of issues with that. I'm talking yeah. zoomed in across yeah. a great distance where we're gonna we're gonna see that that ether band, that mirage, that that mirroring. All of that's gonna change throughout the day, and we'll see what it does to the stuff in the background.
6: Yeah. That's important to to have uh, start having more and more of. That's the nudes.
2: And at this point anybody who's telling you boats go
1: over
6: yeah. the curve what, or whatever. What is that? What does that extend
2: for, Karen? Look at that.
3: The nudes. Non-uniform density transition zone. Right. Non-uniform density transition zone.
2: hmm mm-hmm. But I mean talk about you know, you have Globers <laughs> coming out and saying this is proof that this boat's over the curve. This is just the sail. I mean, they're just being dishonest at this point. Right. Yeah, it's flying. Um. Which we should be, you know, should be expected. Again, we're looking at videos by the plain truth. That's Travis. I'm sure many people know him, but uh, he could use some subs and could use some views on his videos. So check these out. I will put uh, both those in the description. I hope I copied the other one. I think I did.
1: But, be,
0: place, you
1: know? uh, Oops. but it's, it's not like you can just look at a calendar and say, oh, that's going to be a good day to go out and do that observation either. No, that's So you not gotta hard go you know, time and again. But what I think now that we're talking about how you're seeing this this mirage effect, if you had a drone on the shore, you're seeing a good mirage, and then you took that drone up 100 feet and watched the mirage disappear, right. that would be enough good for that as well.
7: Yeah, the problem with that, now. Wendell, is that you're looking at something 30 miles away, the drone's not gonna be able to see it. It's not gonna have that super zoom.
6: Camera you have, I mean, right. some
7: of it, you you might be able to catch some of it, but like when I'm, when I'm zooming in on buildings in Manhattan, right? I, I got the buildings filling up the entire lens. Um, <laughs> I take my iPhone or my, my drone and it can't even see Manhattan. The buildings are too <laughs> right. small. Well, yeah. And that's with the P 1000, David. Yeah, 900
2: or 1000. Right. Got a uh, super chat from Zaylor Raiden who said, just seen a freaking pear-shaped globe. In the child movie, Hop. Is that what it says? Hop. Even my daughters were scratching their heads. I have never seen that. A pear-shaped globe in a child movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, it's pear-shaped. Believe oh. me. Believe
2: me. <laughs> Was it introduced yeah, by uh, an alien from a faraway planet where I've come to teach you about the solar system? Believe me.
6: believe me so. Yeah, but David, uh, my, my uh, Mike Wilkerson, the Stallium seven, he, he sent me a picture that you know he just took from from the coast of Spain of um, Ibiza Island and with his iPhone <laughs> and he could see it. So imagine that that and and he could you can see the size of the saddle saddle, there's a saddle feature of of the island and it's it's a total flat earth proof right there. He says he said, "Well, I just proved flat Earth through my iPhone."
4: <laughs> just like the nice. summary of this, really simply, you know, I'm sure we, we all know all flat Earthers know the the horizon is just an apparent horizon, isn't actually there. If they're saying that this is disappearing over the curvature of the Earth, that's a geometric horizon. It means it's a physical horizon. Um, so then they can't have it both ways. Meaning we have footage where the horizon's way past where the geometric yeah. horizon.
2: Mm-hmm way past which should be a, it's yeah. a killer
6: or twice over right isn't that some those that that show the different platforms and I think some of the Jay Tolan ones that that when you look uh, into the horizon beyond the horizon you see another object that has a horizon beyond it it's like a mountain and and stuff beyond that mountain you pull up the contrasts and <laughs>
2: But yeah, I think to Travis, I just want to point him out again, he's doing great work. You can, you can go through, he's streaming lots from every day, shooting the Channel Islands day nine, day 10, um, huge long live streams of him out there doing this work. Anybody who says flat earthers aren't trying to prove anything, they don't want to know the truth. They, you know, they're just spitting their religion. Well, which guys are actually going out doing all day observations versus which guys are reading from physics books and telling you the answers?
4: Exactly. This is real science.
2: Right. Observations, you're going out, you're testing, you're reconfirming, you know, all this stuff. So, yeah. Oh, I just saw over here in the chat, I should probably mention that uh, Ranty Flat Earth is coming on. We were going to do it yesterday, but uh, I had some stuff come up in the week, and then I went to San Francisco yesterday. So we're going to be doing it next Thursday. So check out my channel. Uh, That will be Thursday. Oh, great. Now we have to change months. February 6th. So Thursday, February 6th, uh, check that out and then we'll talk about it here on the Friday lounge, but that'll be ranty flat earth. He's got some stuff he's going to show. I'm sure a lot of stuff of footage that he's out there again. He's just like, um, just like Travis going out there and actually doing good work for everybody else to sit back and enjoy. So gotta love ranty.
3: Ranty's a cool guy.
2: Yeah, he's great. Um,
3: Oh, can we really quick give a a shout out for another meetup that's going on that David Gordon posted in the chat? Um, There's a meetup in Santa Fe, uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. He says every second Sunday, February 9th is is one at 3 p.m. at Cowgirl Barbecue.
2: All right.
6: Cowgirl Uh, up. You guys have a sense of how many meetups are happening per year
3: right now?
2: It's got to be a ton.
3: Yeah, lots. More and more people are starting to do it. Just People (laughs) are just starting to set up their own meetups in their own town. Because, you know, a lot of times you'll see people in chat. They're like, well, when are you guys going to do something here? When are you going to do something here? It's like, well, how about you do it? (laughs) You set it up.
7: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. And they do it. it. Just getting together with a couple, even two. Three other flat earthers is an amazing experience. It's so, it, it's so empowering, and it makes you know what you do so much easier. So you know, I, I encourage people if you're alone and don't know anybody, you know, start with Zo- zoomtruth.com. See if there's any other people that have registered on there that are in your area, and email them. Start that way. Um, I met you know a couple people right across the water from me that I would have never met um, on Zoom Truth. So. Just get together and then it'll grow and grow and grow. It's growing. We're, we're literally at that point where it's going to grow exponentially.
2: Definitely getting there.
7: Definitely yeah. Definitely
2: getting there. Yeah. No, and I think it's just going to continue popping up more and more and in more places. And as, as long as people can avoid the pitfall of the mainstream, um, as long as they can unplug themselves from the box, as Austin would say, then everything will be fine. The, the problem is, is there's a vast majority of people that sit there and basically worship the news. Whatever it says is fact. If somebody you know, calls people flat earthers and that means that they're insane, then they believe that. There's a lot of people like that. But slowly uh, that will shed, especially the more lies that the media tells.
6: No, I remember you just made me remember something from college, Jaron, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. He stopped doing that though, but I'm gonna tell you that he, when he he started studying economics. He he really wanted to, you know, he, and he was doing well. He he dropped that later, but on his computer, he 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 had a thing that when he turned it on, he he had all the different mainstream news sites come up for him to read. He had to do all that reading to kind of get on with his day to to, understand, to kind of move on. That, that's part of people in economics, how they do things. Right. They have to read all these mainstream news. It's nuts. Imagine, that's like part of your everyday... You know, the first thing you do when your computer turns on, it's like, boink, you go straight
5: into it. And we need to do uh, like a big march on the street to, uh, you know, after all, we need to give the Nobel Prize to... Uh, Bob. To Bob. And, and yeah,
2: Thank you. Thank you, yes,
5: And Jeran, yeah, mm-hmm. man, we we need to, you know, mm-hmm. like a trophy thing. <laughs> we need to put a day and go on the street, you know, you need to edit a Wikipedia page. Floor. I just want my award, that's it. We yeah, should, man. we should put uh, deserve
2: maybe
5: maybe do a
6: Wikipedia page in Spanish, you know, talking about that and giving that there was a deserved no, Nobel Prize they should have come out because it proved the rotation and put it
5: out there <laughs> yeah exactly man and after all when you have invited to Sweden or I, I don't remember the, the place that they give you the Nobel Prize you can oh, explain yeah. how the universe gets formed with a cup, with of, a cup of coffee,
2: coffee with cup milk of coffee. and uh, sugar <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then here I pass it to you to drink it and you can take a little sip and go mmm
5: the
0: you universe can drink is yummy <laughs> this universe, is really good man. Oh yeah, okay. that was
5: that knowledge. Don't, don't ask what you're going to when you when you go to the bathroom, what you're going to get out from the black hole <laughs> after the whole galaxy, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't ask those questions. It's a little too huh. deep. After you
6: drink that coffee, don't get ready for the black hole at the end, right? Oh
3: goodness.
2: And uh Austin, I saw that you got welcomed to the to the club today or recently, that you got one of your videos taken away.
3: Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, my, uh, you wore, my sixth stream was about war. Yeah, you war And I got, I got yeah. struck.
2: For hate speech?
4: Yeah, for hate speech and yeah. enticing violence. My stream about being completely anti-war was enticing
2: violence. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> unreal. Uh, unreal.
0: Yeah,
4: well, and I was like super careful with how I was phrasing everything, and and you know, I was I was speaking about who orchestrated these different wars. I went through all the American wars, and every time I started to point out the guilty parties, I s- specified. Now this is just a select few group of people. This right. is not an entire group of people, right. you know. But
7: well, oh boy, yeah. It, uh, you guys remember Amir's video um, that. Basically has the words, you know, "9/11 was a lie," you know, "war is a racket." Vaccines oh yeah, the
3: truth about everything, everything
7: in a minute. The truth about everything, yeah. What truth in a minute? Um, I actually mirrored that last week, and I immediately got a full-on strike. Really? Wow. It's a poem. It's a poem. I got a full-on strike. I appealed it, and literally, they got back to me within the hour, going, "Nope, we looked at it. Full strike." What wow. was the reason? It's hate a great speech? video. I, I don't know how to share it now. It's what like I want the strike. Thing? What was the strike though for hate techn- hate speech? Oh, oh my gosh! Just the cop out for everything. Yeah, yeah. You can call anything. What's, what's what's hate speech? You know what? If I'm gonna put like, it. I'm gonna I'm, a, right. I'm actually gonna hate put the video. Could be anything. I'm gonna put yeah? the video yeah. in my Dropbox and I'll drop a link in the chat so anyone. It's a it's a one minute video. It's epic. It's, epic. it's literally epic.
2: That's great.
3: Is it still okay, on so this channel?
7: Um no, it's not on his channel and then um Flat Earth Brothers or somebody uh, they they actually mirrored it and I took downloaded it from them. I got a strike and then theirs was still up, but then I think they got a strike later that day.
2: oh jeez. Oh, so sad.
7: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, this means you're over it's, the it's, mark. Uh,
2: yeah, exactly, right?
6: Yeah, the difference between free speech and hate speech, right? That's what they they're kind of driving the, you know, that's this kind of gray area, and that they decide what it is depending well, on what the thing, they like right? or not.
2: Who decides what hate speech is? How, how can you? Have Dude, a, hate
4: speech a is that? free speech, right? Right. You know, I mean, unless you're enticing violence, let someone expose themselves to whatever hatred that they are, and and society will take care of that. We don't need the state to tell us what we can say.
3: Yeah. Yes, we do. We need them yes, to tell us do. not to kill ourselves, right. what to eat, what not to eat. <laughs> who to listen to, who not to listen to. Mm. What
6: taxes to pay and what money to use. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: And where it
4: should all go right. and, yep, and what's important not and what's not, not important. Not to
3: put metal objects into outlets. <laughs> oh,
4: <thank laughs> Maybe we should just consult this little cartoon alien and they'll let us know what we should say. Right.
2: <laughs> Believe me. Tr- trust in this oh, alien yeah. that came from another planet from far away Believe me. <laughs> <That's
0: classic. laughs>
2: alright well we're at three and a half hours I think we've done well for the day let's uh, just have everybody say what's coming up or what they've got going on let's start with uh, Dave so you got your thing tomorrow Dave with yeah, Russian Russians Vids
7: 9pm Eastern okay. on the Russians Vid channel um, I think we'll be taking questions talking about a lot of stuff Going to talk about this, the, this, how our reality works, um, and what they're trying to do with, uh, this, this coronavirus, um, and that they have no ability to create without us. And it's only us falling for their, their nonsense, um, for them to pull it off. If you think about it, in short, 9 11 happened. And what did we all do? We all pounded the war drums, every one of us, right? Let's get those fuckers. And, uh, they went to war immediately they can't do that unless we demand it so all that's right. what they're trying to get us to do they're trying to scare the crap out of us um we'll be talking about that a lot
2: all right and then also you have on monday night the number one show on monday nights on truth Free, that's Consumer, true yeah. yeah so check out jaronism <laughs> raw that's on the jaronism raw youtube channel also on d live and also on tfr so definitely check that out all right dave we'll see At- you tomorrow night for that oh go ahead
7: all right and i'm just going to drop in the chat the link uh, to that one minute of the truth video i'm warning people download it but it don't don't upload it in kate unless you don't care about a strike or upload it to an empty channel whatever you need but try to share it try to figure out put it on some other platforms
2: all right sounds good uh let's see here austin what's going on with you i'm sure you'll be are we doing Globusters for sure sunday i don't even know i guess i can't say that yet but i think we'll be there
4: uh yeah yeah I guess we'll just wait to hear about that and I'll be there and then I just go I I try to go live every weeknight so I'll probably go live again later tonight and I guess just be a little more careful with how I speak you know I I'm not very I don't do well with with censorship so you know we'll just see where it goes.
2: All right well the good thing is too I mean if it ever goes away at least we have D live now it seems to be there a little more forgiving we'll have to see how it works but uh, check out wits it gets it. His link is in the description, of course, and uh, yeah, he's the newest Globuster, so always watch that show when you can, Sundays at noon on the Globusters channel. Uh, let's see who else we have. Rodrigo, anything going on with you?
6: Well, I'm uh, <clears throat> trying to finish my little newsletter, almost done, uh, dealing with some, some a bunch of different things, there's links for everybody, uh, at the end, going to put it on my, my Patreon have some some new Patreons. It's it's nice. So I'm gonna try to to get that done. Um, and it's cool. Um, a bunch of rants though on academia as well, and some of the stuff we've been dealing with. Uh, talking about the sort of anthropology of space uh, engineers. You know, NASA engineers. Some of the, what I've covered. Uh, maybe you guys seen it. Uh, that uh, anthropologists who studied the uh, engineers who work at this mars habitat in the desert and think that they're studying exoplanets right. um and a bunch of other things nathan thompson's i, I do c- cover uh nathan thompson's um discussion or team skeptic sort of thing oh. that happened mm-hmm. right I, some thoughts on it and it's really odd that um i run, I mean, I'm running people through a kind of a little plugin I have that turns things into comics looking things, and when I ran a screenshot of Team Skeptic, and that's going to be on this uh, it looks like a orc from the Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's very weird. It's almost, almost like he's been deformed. Sorry.
7: <laughs> you all saw him after wearing his mankini? Oh god, I saw a picture. <laughs> What? I didn't yeah, he
2: like took off his shirt and was wearing like a little uh, thong underwear what? that goes up over your arms or something. Like, over the Borat.
4: A like Borat, Like Borat's Borat. bathing suit or exactly. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was wild.
7: What what <laughs> was, was that? wearing? Why would that? you do that? The guy oh. skeptic. Team, team skeptic. Team <laughs> skeptic. Oh, go on go to Nathan Thompson's channel and he's got like a three minute video or a two minute video um right right around the debate. You watch it, your your head's gonna pop off.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't know if I need to
6: do that. <laughs> no, you
0: probably
6: don't. It's maybe not- maybe I should do when uh, put a put a uh, one of these pictures in there, and it's, it's interesting. I'll try. I'll do that. I'll put it, put it in the newsletter. <laughs> this one looks pretty bad, like the one that I, they're I talking about that him looking like, kind of like an orc. Yeah. But yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. It, it's interesting. But yeah, that's what, that's what I have coming up. Maybe maybe a stream and, and and see what happens. See if this next week is as fast as last week because literally I think it was a couple of days ago that we, we talked.
2: <laughs> and uh, what's up with you, Iru? How long are you going to be there? Are you coming back anytime soon?
5: Uh, I'm going to be here like uh, eight days more. Uh, in fact, tomorrow, no, uh, on Monday, No, on Sunday, we're going to go to visit the Albert Einstein house in Berna. uh, Yeah, man, it's going to be so fun. Of course, we're going to go like, it's like a museum style thing. So we're going to see the bed where where he has the wildest and... uh, Sweating dreams about relativity.
0: Oh, great. Will you, will you yeah, with... no,
5: it's going to be sex porn everywhere. Sex yeah. porn. Oh, and... Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so, Just we're going sure. to go...
6: We are like... Uh, you're you're going to sleep
5: stars, in Isaac's in, in like, house?
2: No, not sleep. They won't let him do that. Let's he hides out. So,
5: so we're going to go like six people with t-shirts about NASA and Flat Earth, right. of course. We're gonna bring a few stickers. We're gonna we're gonna go wild inside, you know. You know how flatters are, uh, uh, how we are. So now it's gonna be, you know, some kind of uh, flat smacking maybe. You don't know, you know. And um, and you know, I I I I'm really happy to get back to the jenonism lunch uh friday Thank sorry you. for my sorry for my lungs presentations and we my english it. and things like that <laughs> for anyone out there that complain about these issues Screw but them. no i'm really happy to be again forget it uh, right? because i i miss uh, the last um globbuster show also i watching offline of course but uh, you know
4: you were just to touch on that because I've heard you say it a few times, bro. Your English is perfectly fine. It's bro. fine. You're you're, you're covering you, tons you. of subjects in a, diff, a second language, and and we all understand you, bro. I think you do an amazing job, so don't even worry about that. Okay,
7: thank you. Uh, I have I have a very difficult time understanding anything he says except balloon, <laughs> no, I don't, Jesuit, that, that, Sharon, curious. and and fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, either, I am like
5: you the, the, from the conference Iru, but... you know,
6: the conference is still online or
5: did you take out the dialogue? No, no, the conference is full online except for the pilot part of the conference The rest is all available for everyone I split in two parts because the complete conference was about 4 hours and a half Like a, like a live stream from Russian Beats <laughs> and so I split it in half, and I put it in two parts. But it's complete. It's complete.
2: And you're just, you know, I could listen to you for hours every day. So I'm, I'm happy if, if it's every Friday, that if it takes having the Friday Lounge, so I can listen to you for an hour with, uh, I think you do some of the best research gathering information showing videos you have the best organizational skills Mm -hmm. you know your computer hey thank you man
5: thank you i I really enjoy too you know i i I really like this type of shows because it's like the the ones that i made in spanish version which is presenting information you know this tiny old video stuff i really fun to research at that level and presenting to the people out there for you know Having that in mind, and maybe came with a new perspective. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy to to be in a show of this style. And thank you for all your nice, uh, you know. I'm in love with you, jera
0: Now, no, no, no,
5: more than
2: I've seen
1: you anything seen... less than thorough. Your your Madrid deck was 226 slides. So if that tells you something, <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Not a joke. Yeah. You know, it's, it's incredible. Stuff. Like, uh, I, I
6: wish you could go on for for another hour. I was, I was, I was just going with, with it.
5: No, and, <laughs> and and I'm I'm always gonna be super glad to meet uh, the Globbuster team because that was a really life changing uh, for me. So you know, uh, as as the same thing, as Spanish, uh, you know, community that. Um, give me the welcome and and help me a lot and for the the equivalent was uh, after that uh, conference in North Carolina and of course thanks a lot to Robbie Davidson and uh, yeah. but um you know i i'm really i'm really glad to be part of the english community so thank you so much that is why i sometimes i i try to get better uh, with my english because you know i trying to Don't piss piss off uh, (laughs) some guy out there, but uh, really, really thank you for for having me on.
2: Like I said, if people think that you're too hard to understand, they don't have to watch the show, but I don't think that's actually anybody. I think anybody who's listened to you once or twice can figure it out. I don't think there's any periods of time where somebody's saying, I don't have any clue what he said right there. No, they can no, no! I, I get it. I just—it's yes. it's yes, fun to I know the <laughs> it, it is, is enjoyable, joking, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, Iru, that's awesome, and I'm, I'm happy you're part of the show. And people should support Iru. Also, when you support Iru on Patreon, uh, that money goes a little bit further than it does for some of us in the states. So, you know, where, oh, of
5: course, man. Yeah. For us, the Patreon five dollars—it's literally mm. with five dollars I live one week. I'm not joking.
2: See, that's what I'm saying. So if people are on Patreon, if they could help Iru out with a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars a month, um, where, you know, here in the States, it won't buy you a meal. But, uh, you know, down there. I'm moving us. to
7: Santiago. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, Iru said I <laughs> yeah. can come stay at his house whenever he, I
2: want. So, well, he has to if be you
7: there, can, so. If you can
5: receive uh, a payment in dollars and you go uh, down to Equator, you are rich or below to ecuador
2: ecuador or oh, down the Equ- equator. equator below the below oh, well, the
5: equator no no down oh. the equator i mean outside the equator
2: got you got you yes yeah, so towards the towards the south if you want to call it that
5: yeah South africa africa argentina right. colombia you know colonies of you guys
2: no no simply. no not ours <clears throat> <laughs> maybe some but not ours all right well that's great so people can uh support yeah there's patreon links in the description uh karen you have a patreon yet no
3: I do. I
2: do. I have like two
3: Patreons. All right, that's that's (laughs) a good start.
2: I saw a couple other people that have a few. You have to start somewhere, Karen.
3: I know. (laughs) Well, I don't really promote it very often, to be honest. I I just, I always forget about it. I don't know, and I hardly ever, I was posting to it for a while, and I haven't really posted to it for, for some time, but I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I think still I need in
2: the to go camp. back and like update it or something. I'm still in the camp. That gets a little bit dangerous when you start posting there because it's just like any other platform. They can then say, oh, we don't like what you posted and remove you. But I think it's a good option to at least uh, support people that you like, at least for as long as you possibly can until they get booted from that platform and go somewhere else. That's a great thing about having these other platforms. At least, like I've always said, if anything ever happens to my channel or anything ever happens at all, at least I have TFR on Monday nights the very least, you'll be able to find me there, and then from there we'll go other places, do other things. But at least I have that, so that's what's great. Uh, who else do we have? Wendell, uh, anything coming up for you? Any goodbye statements?
1: Actually, yes. I just got a, a text from Chris, Christelle uh, Jaime, and she's a producer from the uh, Swiss TV RTS. She did a, a story on us out here in California. She went to a meetup. She went to, uh, actually uh, onto Hollywood Boulevard. That's when Nathan Thompson was, was was with us doing flat smacking. She was at the Dallas conference, so there her segment. I don't know how long it is. I'm guessing it's 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 you know a longer segment is going to be aired uh, next month. So um, so who knows? It was taken very favorably, um, and uh, actually, Iro she wanted to reach out to you. I put her text in the chat. You can check that out uh, because apparently your girlfriend's Swiss is that true? He's in Switzerland now. Well, there you go. So, um, but yeah, so that's coming out. There was just an article that came up, uh, came out in Speak Up magazine where they interviewed uh, me, Shelley, and Dan right after our our segment with uh, Jubilee Media. So that's out, uh, came out, I think a week ago. And um, so, yeah, it, you know, whatever opportunity presents itself, just take it. And we all move the, that bar just a little bit further. Uh, let me also say just something that's kind of semi-related to the the PowerPoint being 226 slides. Uh, working for AT&T as an instructional designer for 18 years, we would never uh, make our PowerPoints more than like maybe 100 slides because they would start to corrupt. So I would hate to see your PowerPoint corrupt there. <laughs> you may want to cut it in half. So especially with all the... Uh, you know the videos oh, he got to be to that kind of thing. It makes it got to really be huge. Heavy. <laughs> I can't imagine how
2: many megabytes some of his. Uh, <laughs> I know. They've got to be I huge. Know. I bet you have. Do you have some PowerPoint presentations that are a gigabyte? Hero? did he leave? I don't uh, know he's he is listening to us. That's
6: right. That's
5: sorry, right. guys. Sorry,
7: what I was a little is. bit outside. No problem.
5: Uh, and uh, what? Can you repeat
2: it? I was just asking if you have any PowerPoint presentations that are more than a gigabyte? Huge. Some of them. Seem yes, like it, you all
5: my press because I had I, uh, I I put so many videos inside our mm-hmm. PowerPoint presentation. But right. for example, the ones who is about the electric universe is about seven gigabytes. Holy smokes!
1: Oh, see, yeah. we had problems after about a hundred slides. The PowerPoint uh, itself just couldn't handle it. So you may want to like, try to keep it, <laughs> cut down a little
5: bit. But
0: uh, well, Sometimes I, I am you- not.
5: You know, could be maybe if you have your hard drive uh, format in um, FAT32-bit uh, instead of uh, NTSF, I believe is the... Right. Because sometimes Windows has problem with big files when you are not in the right format. Uh, I just mm-hmm. drop in some ideas, I don't know which kind of computer you have, or things like that, but usually you don't need to have any trouble. With a large size file, in our days, we send a year to <laughs> beyond the solar system. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> you can, you can. You know, you can it, doesn't a power it doesn't even need fuel.
2: It doesn't even need fuel. You just throw something in space, and it goes forever.
5: Exactly, man. Thank you. You, know, you know,
2: when when
6: you're out, uh, Wendell was saying that there's a Swiss journalist that wants to talk to you. I Just uh, want to make sure that you got that. Uh,
1: The message is in the chat. I put it in
7: the Skype chat. Hey, hey guys! I got to go cook some dinner. Hi, Dave. Uh, Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. on Russian Vids channel. If you don't have the link, it's just Russian Vids, all one words, and it's a picture of Roddy Piper. Yes. Um. (coughs) And (laughs) still coughing. Um. Download the Flutter Sun Moon and Zodiac Clock app. Um. Do it. That's all. All right. Thanks, Dave. See you guys.
5: And uh, I have second, an Dubai. email from Christine James, uh, which was um, um, a journalist. Uh, I don't know if you are talking about this, but it was a, a, a woman journalist that they uh, yeah, she came to you. the Dallas conference and he prepared like a. Uh, Full, um, yeah, Wendell was Wendell was just talking about this, and I think you weren't you were okay, here. So Wendell, you know, because I didn't understand okay, cool. completely what uh, Wendell was saying, but I assume was about this. And she 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 dropped me an email asking okay. me for persons here in Europe okay, to contact cool. to see the live event and television and blah blah blah. So okay, good.
2: So you got that you're already in contact with her then.
5: Yes, I have here in my email. So I go in. If you need it, I, I can share the information. Uh, but uh, all all she said is like, uh, "I am Crystal Shane from RTS Swiss TV. Mm-hmm. I met you in Dallas conference on November. I contact you because my TV story will be broadcast on February 15. I would like to know if you know some flat earther groups in France, Belgium, and Switzerland, which can uh, inform them about our story."
1: I think that right, they're cool. going to be really favorable to us, so that's a really good opportunity. And I, I think they want to do more because she did ask about any upcoming observations that we're going to do. So uh, I, I, it's I think it's just going to blow up over there totally. This is really good news. Awesome.
6: So is, it, is it a network kind of thing? Window is a big channel.
1: It's kind of like the PBS for for Swiss and cool. and France. So yeah. Okay.
5: All right. Well, I think in there's... France there is a you know lot of La In Belgium, I I only know two two people. And Switzerland, here in Switzerland, we are making uh, like uh, for example like uh, three guys. They go to the Madrid conference, and I know there is. I receive a few emails because any any time that I've been here the, in the last month uh, in this kind of show, I always said I'm here in Basel. So I'm start receiving a few emails from people that, Hey, I live in Zurich. I live in here. And there is not a big community because here in Switzerland, there are all happy people under the system. <laughs> so they don't worry about, you know, <laughs> things like that. And I'm also received and, and she told me that I, I really send a, a huge thanks. And, 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 and hello for everyone on this show, because uh, Maria, she lives here in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So she contact me and, and say a big hello for everyone. So cool. in, in France there is a lot of flatterers, a lot of flatter there is a lot of YouTube channels. In German a few, but in Switzerland and in Belgium I I, I don't know there is if if there is some YouTube channels from those countries.
0: Okay.
2: Cool and I think that's it I, you know, I always put up my address if anybody wants to mail me anything they can do so P.O. Box 3044 Merced California 95344 and then always uh, thank you to my patrons first and foremost and then also if you want to join them while you're over there uh, you know, adding your, your support to Eru and adding your support to Rodrigo uh, go to patreon.com and add some support there too support what you like or it might go away so I believe that that is it. I can't think of anything else. I mean, for me, for my channel, just keep an eye on it. We have the ranty presentation on Thursday. My goal is going to be doing, having some people do presentations on Thursdays. Of course, we have the lounge on Fridays, Glowbuster on Sundays, Raw on Mondays. So just kind of adding more to the plate. And then I've got, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing some more street interviews and see how that goes. So keep an eye out for that. I think that's it. Any final words for anybody?
6: That's good thank
2: you for having me Jaren it's, yeah, it's now
6: 1am so it's a good time too yeah
2: thank you so much for always being on and staying with us uh, long, no matter how long the show goes I really appreciate all you guys for coming on It makes uh, for a fun show I'd love to kick back with you guys and just have a little chat and thank you everybody who sent in super chats and thank you to everybody in the chat one of these days we're going to have I don't know if we maybe do it next Friday depends on There's always seems like there's so much to talk about but I do want to just kick back and have people in the chat ask us questions so maybe we can do that mm-hmm. next Friday I think it would be fun uh, mm-hmm. All right. besides that guys it's been fun I remind you to do your own research because when you do you'll never again believe what you've been taught uh, till next week or till at least tomorrow, I don't know, Sunday we we'll never know, uh, this has been Jaronism peace peace yeah. cheers
0: in <laughs>